You guys it's ready Gina. to get patriotic? It's fucking July 4th. Jingoism. I just fucking ate a hot dog with my asshole. I'm going <laughs> to blend a cheeseburger. <laughs> you're I'm doing only, it wrong. If you, if you didn't use it wrong. The best thing I've seen is that uh, meme it says, remember to leave uh, whiskey and something out for Kid Rock so he'll leave you fireworks. It's that, we'll, <laughs> remember, <laughs> remember to leave whiskey and a rifle out for Kid Rock so he'll leave you fireworks in the morning. <laughs> July 4th, goddammit. We're going to get patriotic up, up in this motherfucker. That's a good thing to come into. Okay? Fuck yeah, it's a good thing to come into. What Kennedy. What are you talking about? Kennedy! Of course it's... Yeah, it's a good thing to come into. It's the goddamn Hulk Hogan theme song, you son of a bitch. Brother. <laughs> Let me tell you something about America, dude. When you say the N-word a bunch, people get sort of mad, brother. <laughs> God damn it, Hulk Hogan. Rick Derringer. One time Rick Derringer played at uh, something called Lake Fest in Somerville in the summer of 1998. Was it rocking? It was fine. <laughs> they only did it once it because was fine. They only did it once because it was a bit too rocking for Somerville's face. They're like, no, thank you. The Rick Derringer with his American flag guitar, no, thank you. And he didn't play this song, and I was mad. I would have been too. Oh yeah, I would have been. Did, did he play rock and roll hoochie coo? Of course he played rock and roll hoochie coo. Do you realize that now? Uh, I mean, that's just blasphemy to your listening audience to not play this. For fuck's sake, when Corey Taylor goes out by himself, <laughs> the crowd forces him to acoustically do the SpongeBob theme. <laughs> Corey Taylor, the uh, from Slipknot. You know, I got him mixed up with Corey Hart, and I'm like, if Corey Hart goes out and doesn't play. I wear my sunglasses at night. And well, as long on. as you didn't get him mixed up with Corey Matthews, we're fine. Because I'm not trying That's to from talk. Boy Meets World. I'm not trying to talk about Girl Meets World. That Topanga. Was a, ooh, Topanga. Anyway, Shwamo, tis I, the Prince of Podcasting, the bipolar rock and roll of the People's Patriot. <laughs> Episode 165 of the Don Blankenship Experience. Slash. <laughs> He's the oh. main villain in Fallout 76. <laughs> God. I'm Don Blankenship, and it's- I'm a super-duper patriot. I love America so much. <laughs> I love it so much that I've killed so many miners just to make room for more people to come to America. I try, I'm trying hard to put jobs out here for non-China people. <laughs> <laughs> At least he didn't say China man. He's, it was gender neutral. It God was damn it, he's neutral. woke. Fucking Don Blankenship is woke. That's, a, that's the thing. That's gender, gender neutral racism. <laughs> On top of that, the fucking president is banging porn stars and wanting to start a space army. What more do you libtards fucking want? <laughs> <laughs> and you might have already heard him. His name's Andy Frampton. He's the world's greatest comedian that I know personally. I am the reigning, the <laughs> Longest reigning, currently defending, time traveling and bitch beaten, ultimate intergender comedy champion. The title belt is in my car. Don't believe me. I will put this bitch on Instagram. Steven Sneed, your ass is mine come August 12th. That's a promo for a show that's probably not going to happen. That's what I like to hear. Guys, that's got to happen now. Also joined by returning champion, um, the... Ronnie Millsap of Regenerative Farming. (laughs) (laughs) I never know. uh, I never, never ever really get the joke. A real American. Whether it was the, it was the Reese Witherspoon. It was well, it was uh, the Rihanna was the one that got a big pop. It was the Rob. It was the Rob Schneider for a couple years. It was. Yeah, it's been the Rob Schneider for a while. And uh, I've never really, I never quite got the joke other than. 
The the alliteration part. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> that's, that's, it. That's, yeah. that's about it. But I like it. That's yeah. John Morgan. That's uh, Juan Morgan. He is uh, celebrating his Mexican heritage. And of course, as always, my heterosexual life mate, <laughs> former intercontinental champion. Have you heard about how he uh, won the intercontinental championship? I have a couple times. Okay. Okay. Heard you held it for 15 minutes. <laughs> 15 damn minutes. And Honky Tonk right. Man finally woke up. He had some dynamite pills <laughs> earlier that night. <laughs> Oh, the old honk. When honky tonky gets awful wonky, <laughs> he's looking up at the lights, Daddy, and a bing bang boom, Chucky Tater Sacks is the new champion. <laughs> but Jack Tunney wasn't going to let that fly. Oh, Jack Tunney, uh, he was such a stickler for the rules. You can't pin somebody that's unconscious. Whatever. Whatever, Jack Tunney. Anyway, first black man to ice skate backwards down the Kanawha River. White Samoan, sentient mountain. I, I, I'm still arguing with this. I would say I'm more of a low hill. Sentient plateau. <laughs> Sentient hillock. <laughs> he, Faggot. <laughs> Old Chucky Tater Sacks over there. He's, he's an Allegheny, Allegheny gorilla. It's episode 165. That's a good one. We are here. We're queer. Like used to Celebrating America, God damn it. Celebrating goddamn America. So how's everybody been? How's the week? Not too bad. Good. It's been a while since I've seen you, old uh, yeah, Andy. Been, been, been hanging out, uh, running the roads. It's been fun. Been in uh, North Carolina, Ohio, Kentucky, Pittsburgh. So I know I said I know I said states and then a city. That's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I was then I was in Buffalo, New York. That was fun. Anybody ever been to Buffalo, New York? No. Uh, you ever been to New York, New York? No. Uh, do, do you know the image New York, New York gives of being hustle and bustle and mean and all that? Yes. Yeah. New, uh, Buffalo, New York is like a like five times the size of Charleston. Yeah. Uh-huh. And everybody just wants to eat breakfast cereal because there's a General Mills factory right on Lake Erie. <laughs> Every morning when you wake up, it smells like fruity. It smells like like Fruit Loops fresh off the line. Jesus, why am I not living there? Somebody we told move there. Somebody, <laughs> somebody told me that actually, like when they're still hot and fresh off the line, they're not any good. Like you have to let it cool down and let the sugar crystallize and all that. I wanted to test that, but apparently you need a pass to get on the property. Did you go in and check and see if they were actually putting two scoops of raisin in the raisin bread? Again, you need a pass. Oh, these get, motherfuckers. Yeah. I don't know. Who, you, pass or some bolt It's cups. those fucking ag gag laws. No, <laughs> it's, it's like, <laughs> it's, it's literally done up like the Wizard of Oz. Like there's an obese woman that's like, nobody sees the cereal. <laughs> not how, not never. That's Sharon and she's a nice lady. <laughs> <laughs> so did you try any sponge candy in Buffalo? I didn't try any sponge, sponge candy. candy. It's a Buffalo thing. They do the specific yeah. kind of candy. It's like I saw signs for it, never physically it, saw it. It's, it's not really. It's more like a. I mean, it's still chocolatey. A it's lot. It's like of it, saltwater taffy to Myrtle Beach. Yeah, but it's actually like it's just got this crazy spongy texture. You know what I mean? It's not like any candy you buy off the shelf or anything like that. But it's right. It's, it's fucking good. Yeah. I, I saw uh, when I was walking around on, because uh, I was up there Friday night, all day Saturday, and about half a Sunday a couple weeks ago. When I was walking around during the day Saturday, I saw signs for it in a couple shop windows, but I had no idea what it was. And No, man. <laughs> check it out next yeah, time. Next time I go up there, I'm definitely going back. It was. A, it's a very nice place. If anybody is listening to this show um, and you're from Buffalo or have been there, uh a nice place. We, we, do, we do get tip a weekly pop from Buffalo. Tip of the yeah, hat. but there's a spike in the Buffalo. Tip, a, tip of the hat to the Buffalo. Tip of the cap to Buffalo. Yeah. Big shout out to Buffalo. That's one of the. Uh, did you go to the uh, world famous uh, Buffalo Wild Wings while you were up there? I did not. The line was too long. <laughs> really, couldn't, couldn't get in the door. There's nothing more American than a buffalo. Yeah, we, we fucking well, killed them all. Yeah, it's, it's probably bringing them back. Well, they're, well, they're back now. 
Yeah, there's well, something for you actually in Buffalo. Like you guys know how the, the bison is the logo for Marshall. Yes, and they have a couple easy, easy, <laughs> easy Don Nealon. You're the one who went to We Are Marshall, and when that plane crashed, you jump up and said, "Go Mountaineers!" and walked out of the fucking out of the theater. If, if you're going you to really tell, did that. If you're going to tell tales outside of school, <laughs> he did do. That. Let's get it right. I didn't jump up. <laughs> I gracefully rose out of my seat, <laughs> clapped very patriotically yet sarcastically, and said, totally worth the $9. Go Mountaineers. Fuck you all. And I walked out of the theater. I hope McGee makes a sequel. Yeah. That movie was terrible. Oh, God. It was I so hope, bad. I hope oh, McGee makes a sequel, and it's called We Are Marshall 2, and we're pissed. <laughs> and it's just like- The marshalling. Yeah, exactly yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> The marshalling. And it's just the town of Huntington. Like riding through other counties with a heroin mobile, <laughs> lobbing laced footballs at like old people. Give us your check, yo, bitch. <laughs> this one's playing. <laughs> yeah. I need a producer to pull up this shit for me. <laughs> we do. We need somebody in the booth. Let's get a Gary type, like a guy who's really obnoxious and can't really be <laughs> uh, Who's the, the laughing guy in uh, Wayne's World? <laughs> Is that in Wayne's World? I don't think it's Wayne's I'm thinking about uh, from the, from this show, uh, the, the douche. The show was uh, Parks and Rec. Oh, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. And they're just making fart noises and sex sounds, and they're just... You want to kill all of them? Something in the douche. The douche. I used to, I used to have the soundboard, and it was a lot more obnoxious. It was, oh, it was, so, awesome. it was so much it was, more it was, morning zoo. It was, it was really ridiculous. great. I loved it. It was ridiculous. Then God took it away from me. God was like, you know, I have to listen to this every week, because I don't know if you guys know this. God's a subscriber. He is. He's a, he's a pillow fort radiac. So I never. I had somebody I really about it in the. Uh, I never really liked in the uh, gas station the other day. So did he, I see you on a podcast? I was opinion. like, "Yes." He's like, "Is that legit?" I was like, "Yeah, check it out." Mm-hmm. He's like, "What's it like?" I you said, right. "You'll love it." It's like uh, the people that work for him—they're the assholes. Yeah, I mean, I guess when you have that much power, you you know, just you kind of have to be. Who are we talking about? God. God. Talk about God. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was like, "I never really liked that guy." I was like, "He's not that bad." It's people that work for him. You know, it's a. Him, his kid, yeah, not not so bad. Um, I mean, if you want to make an omelet, you got to break some eggs. Yeah, or <laughs> you know, what Hitler said, uh, or you know, kill some non-believers, <laughs> whatever. For centuries, it never stops. Never. Fucking um. Anyway. Oh, we're we gonna talk about something serious. No, you got like a fucking notebook over there. Fucking world actually. issues. We're gonna talk really about. The only thing I want to talk Peloponnesian about. War. Go. <laughs> I know less than nothing about that. Can't even pronounce it. Issue number two. Why did they take the ninety-nine cents logo off the Arizona tea can? Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Patty, Patty, buke, buke. I don't know. I think it was God, that's fucking awful. Really, the only thing I had to talk about was the. Uh, the article that came out about all the malfeasance in our state government. I had we had something to talk about all our money. Did you see this? That's good, but that's just yeah. That's what we normally do. <laughs> uh, Mater Keenan's been accused of raping a bunch of women. Have you? Have I thought you it was seen only this? one. No, I, I heard I, it was I, several. I saw it as one. 
I, but they, it came out that there might be several. Well, but that's okay. I, and I'm not sticking up for him because I don't give a shit about Maynard Keenan. No offense to anybody with your last name. Yeah, I don't care. Um, I, I know. And it's, <laughs> I like his I'm music like, okay, and I think he's a pretty I, cool. Guy. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't have a problem with him as a person. You're not a tool way, fan, are you? I'm not a tool fan. Okay. So, like, I have no dog in the fight on taking up for him. But at the same time, uh, the last time I was here, we talked about this. We've reached a point now where th- th- this, once one woman has a legitimate case, they start coming out of the woodwork. Mm-hmm. So, I believe one, but then when we start hitting Cosby numbers, I'm like, ah, wait a minute. Is this a cash grab? Like, I believe the first woman. But then once we get to like 10, I'm like, wait a minute, y'all. It's yeah, the, it's like, let's just try him for the first rape. I just don't understand then, why, you, why you would wait for the uh, – why, why is it that when one starts, it's like the domino effect? It's, 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 the, it's the narrative that they were afraid, at least with Cosby and a couple others that I've seen. That's legit. That they are afraid because they were all women that were trying to get careers in what that guy was in. So thirty they, years ago. Well, yeah, and they they wouldn't right. say anything then. I, I'm not. I'm not trying to. No, yeah. no, 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 no. So, disrespect so, anyone's so, claim. Same, to same be as me. Yeah. That's like I'm saying. No. I'm not trying to disrespect anyone that is not the initial accuser. But it seems like it's at this point, it's just an opportunity. I'm not defending Hollywood or celebrities or anything like that. But it seems like once one does it and breaks the silence. Dozens of them start showing up, like, oh, well, yeah, he 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 put his finger in my butthole or whatever, you know. It's, I mean, did he? If I had a, if I had a <laughs> show me, show me how he did it. <laughs> if I could make with a my finger for everybody that put their finger in my butthole at work, I went to a Catholic when church camp for, for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> there have been more fingers in my butthole mm. than. I'm opening up the How rest many of fingers I, were there? I really thought it was going to be around the table then. Blah, blah, blah. Then I'd pick the best one. It was like a live action Cards Against Humanity. Uh, <laughs> but it's 4th of July, so. If he had as many fingers sticking out of him as he had stuck in him, he'd look like a porcupine. So 4th of July, shouldn't that be like Roman candles or lady fingers? At least lady fingers. Mm, I mean, whistling bunk let's, holes. Let's get patriotic here. I mean, yeah. how many fireworks have you shot out of your ass? Two. <laughs> You ever watch the And videos? they don't have, they don't necessarily. Can- wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> wait, let's not gloss over that. How many, you shot two fireworks out of your butthole. Yeah. Okay. Neat. Is this. I got to like, neat. <laughs> is this a video somewhere? I'm sure somewhere. <laughs> oh, this man is an American. I am. <laughs> God damn it. But uh, what did you think about the Chris Hardwick thing? We haven't talked about that. Well, we have, but we went with you. I literally uh, didn't pay attention to the Chris Hardwick thing. Because I wanted to wait for it to be like past the point of snowballing because Chris Hardwick has always been involved in so many different things that I've liked. I'm like, I'm going to try and avoid this and wait until literally there's like a court document so I can be like, God damn it, Hardwick. You know what it seems like to me? Seems like he was just a shitty boyfriend. I can, I, yeah. can, I can see that too. Just, it seems yeah. Like. I, he just wasn't great. It's like the thing with Aziz and Zari. That's just buyer's remorse. Well, that's, yeah. well, it's, what well, it's both, both of them were nerds. Yeah. And probably had very limited experience with women growing up. And especially Aziz, since he's 15 years younger than Hardwick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hardwick's, Hardwick's almost 50, isn't he? Yeah. Hardwick's 45, 46. Yeah. Fucking Hollywood. Man. A few years older than me. He's well, got, you, you got to think. Hardwick was. Famous in 1993. Well, well, Hardwick was, if he wasn't in his 30s, he was knocking on the door of 30 when he was hosting Singled Out on yeah. MTV oh, God, in the that, mid-90s. Yeah. Oh, man, that show. It was great. 
No, it wasn't. But- yes, it was. It was amazing. When I was 16 years old, there was a show on TV that told me that a hundred plus whores would line up behind a wall, all vying for a chance to groggily hand job me in a limo somewhere as long as I got picked by a casting agent. Well, I might be turned around about the subject. Good call, but the sir. Th- the thing with Aziz, um, I think like he grew up on porn and he just thought that's how you do stuff like he, right he yeah he, he, he saw more porn than he's actually had experiences and he's like well you you do the fish hook and then you put him in an omoplata <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then maybe a rear naked choke for a little bit donkey punch <laughs> donkey punch donkey punch <laughs> little little choking yeah you you spitting you you pull their hair up and plug their nose while you've got your wiener in their mouth you don't let them breathe then when they gag a bunch it's lovely and then it's you Here know come love. my fingies going in your butthole yeah boom Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Randy. Yeah, fucking, <laughs> fucking Aziz. I liked him on Parks and Rec. That's Parks and Rec is the only time I've never hated Aziz. I'm sorry, but <laughs> it I, has nothing to do with racism, which you're filled with. It right? Has oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> brimming with racism. <laughs> not runneth over, slathered with racism. <laughs> oh, oh, like a, a hot buttered roll. <laughs> Too much mayo on I mean, a sandwich. I mean, if anything, if anything, that's that's a compliment to Aziz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he doesn't hate him. He hates him for the content of his character, not the color of his skin, which I go. should, but I've risen above it. <laughs> that's that's ironic that he had a he had an episode of uh, yeah. <laughs> of Fly the Concords where he was racist towards New Zealanders. Yeah. <laughs> hey, New Zealandy, let me, can't let, touch my fruit. Hold on, let, let me let me take it back. I like Aziz when he does voices on like Bob's Burgers. Yeah, he's good. Or something like that. He's good. But that's because I don't have to look at him and go, Ugh, he's not. Well, he, but I like him. The, the fact that he worked on Parks and Rec was because he was such a little douchebag. You know? Yeah. He was with John Ralphio. God damn it. Fucking, what's his name? Ben? Ben Schwartz. That dude's yeah. so fucking funny. I know. That dude's funny. Is that John Ralphio who that is? Yeah, John yeah. Ralphio. God, and he's his, hilarious. His sister was, is, uh, I know her name. She said fuck on Saturday Night Live on her very first show on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> I can't think of her fucking name right now, but she's funny too. Why is this still going off? Yeah, turn off your I've been trying not- to notification. Yeah, just just turn I've been trying to Jesus. do that. You've been you've been trying to Fist do what every human crust. knows how to do but doesn't in the movie theater. <sighs> See, now he's just talking about black people. I am. <laughs> I didn't say anything about Bluetooth. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I think you should just let it roll, Chuck. I mean, the, the dick pics help him perform. Yeah, be racist. Come on, Chuck. <laughs> Do like Brett Favre did. Instead of taking pictures of your dick, just Google pictures of big dicks. <laughs> Send those out. God, that's fucking brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Not when you have to produce he the genuine article, though. Uh <laughs> Do you do you remember when LeBron first went to Miami and Nike made a commercial about him called Rise and he explained like am I going to be the bad guy? You never seen that? No. Okay. Well, that's the reference. Somebody made a parody commercial of they found this guy that really looked like Brett Favre. Oh god. And they made the Brett Favre Rise commercial and in part of it he was like maybe I should just instead of sending pictures of my own dick, I could just Google big dicks and send those pics. Yeah. That'd probably work. And it's like it's like two and a half minutes of this guy just doing ridiculous like Brett Favre shit to the extreme. It's hilarious. He's like, maybe instead of just sending dick pics, I should just return voicemails. And it's him in a hotel room going, "Hey Jim, it's Brett. Uh, returning your call. Had a had a meeting today. It went well. It ended. Give me a call back." And then just hangs up the phone. Who's like, "Don't take a picture of your penis, Brett." Puts it down. <laughs> this is it? 
I would say so. Okay, I, with, with that goddamn eight bit intro. Yeah, that's it right there. What should I do? God damn it. Should I admit that I made mistakes? Should I remind you that I've done this before? Should I give you a history lesson? What should I do? Should I tell you how much fun we had? Should I stay retired? Maybe coach high school football? Tommy! Completions are way more awesome when you force them through triple coverage. <laughs> should I think of coming back next year? Should I be really cryptic about what I actually mean? What should I do? What should I do? What should I do? Should I show my dick to people? Wanna see my penis? Red Favre's dick. My purple helmet. Or should <laughs> my I purple tell helmet. I am not a role model. I'm a jeans model. Seriously. <laughs> what should I do? Should I send pictures of it or can use Viagra? Should I be who you want me to be? Should I accept my role? As the creepy old guy. Looking good, Judd. Maybe I should just despair. <laughs> then I could change my mind a couple months later. I could reappear. Then I could disappear again. Then I could reappear again. What should I do? Should I just leave voicemails instead of dick pics? Uh, <laughs> hey, Jim. It's Brett. Uh, I had a meeting today. That ended. What should I do? Just text those. Say it was mine. Yeah. That'll probably work. <laughs> what should I do? What else should I do to stay in the spotlight? Should I end the video now or let it run for another six minutes? No, no, that's not really let it run for another six minutes. Let me rephrase that. If I end the video now, would you watch it again? Jeez. Okay, I get it. My uh, my dick pic strategy is uh, I, I have pictures on my phone of famous people named Dick. That's Dick a good Sargent, one. Dick York, I've done Dick that. Cheney, plenty of people named Dick, and the, the girl escort, which... Rarely happens anymore. Yeah, right. Um, I sent him that. <laughs> so I've, I've got uh, I've got a horrible dick pic instance and a triumphant dick pic instance. Uh, horrible is a few years back. I was with a couple buddies of mine, and one of my friend's parents were there, and I had pictures of something on my phone that we were laughing about, and my buddy goes, yeah, show mom, and I didn't realize they were back <laughs> further than my dick pic, so as I scrolled through, she's right over my shoulder, by the way, one of my best friend's mom oh, just saw my fucking jiggle daddy in all its glory, and I just swiped right past it like I didn't even know it. Did she start texting you after that? She didn't start texting me after that, but she has looked at me different the couple times I've come to their house. What Did you give you this one? What kind of different? No, oh. not a not a good different. Oh, and no, not 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 a not a good different. More like a oh. But uh, triumphantly, last year on the last open mic in Huntington, West Virginia, at uh, Black Sheep Burritos, which is a very liberal crowd yes it's, 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 it's basically it's a hippie it's a hippie, yeah, it's a hippie art college mm -hmm. town basically mm -hmm. um i did a five minute bit about 2018 could be better if we would just all get acclimated to dick pics and i brought an easel and some big <laughs> and some 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 visual material and a pointer Fucking stick powerpoint presentation. I, I put on a lab coat <laughs> and the first, like, I set it up and I was like, so I was like, dick pics, they're very misunderstood. I feel like if something, the reason everybody's mad about it is nobody ever explained them or gave any rules or connotation. 
So I am here today to explain dick pics to all of you, especially you younger people. And I put them up and literally like the front of it says dick pics and you. <laughs> you have oh, to have God, some nice 60s to, music. We, we need to make a film strip. <laughs> we, okay. I will. I'm, I'm down. You. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Johnny, why are you so down? My best friend's mom saw my penis. Well, Johnny. <laughs> Yeah, Sarah asked for a picture of my penis. I don't know what to do. Never fear, Johnny. In my day, we just had to draw a picture of our penis. But with today's time to a pigeon's leg and hope it got to her. I had to pony express it over. My great grandfather chiseled his penis into a rock and hit his bride in the head with it. I'd like to have a cartoon. <laughs> oh my god, this is going to be so expensive to make. Oh, it's great when they when they unearth the 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 head statues at Easter Island. What they really found beneath the soil was something a lot bigger. It's all shaft vein, vein, aggressive, <laughs> triumphant. Who carves a vein which, that which aggressively? Answers, which answers the real question: How did they get to the island, and how did they carve those statues? With that in the way, <laughs> that's a real. That's a question for I mean, you're ages. chiseling. You gotta think you're chiseling, you know, and like. Well, that's, the beauty, that's the beauty of archaeology. I think you the dangling create more questions are, than you answer. There so, are people working on this. Somebody it's, it's, get Alan Grant on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's science, people. Science. <laughs> Science! Dick Science ain't nothing but a bunch of damn rocks and hippies trying to figure out how long that rock's been in that place. Fuck it. MAGA. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck science. Fucking everybody, everybody, everybody wants to know if I'm about Donald Trump. Fuck Donald Trump. Donald Trump wants to build walls. Walls is what killed Dale Earnhardt. Fuck him. <laughs> no, uh, I had the big thing that said dick pics and you. And like, like literally, I could watch every kid in there thinking that, it's like, oh shit, Frampton's about in front. Eventually, of, we're going to see his like fr- in front of 200 people, Frampton. And I've got like, it's, fu- it's like a fucking two by three fucking poster board. You know what I mean? And like, dick pics and you. And it's like, all right. Dicks can be divided into certain categories. It's like this first one. I said this. Uh, you, you you will know if you receive this dick pic. This dick is all about a good time. Loves singing and dancing. Has very black and white views. And I flip it over and it's fucking Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> and I was like, this is the Van Dyke. I get you. <laughs> and so I went through. I had that. And then uh, live music was Dick Clark. Sports was Dick Vitale. And then uh, I, I said, uh, I said sometimes though, I said, don't get all... Uh, lovey dovey about it. Sometimes you will get an evil dick pic. I said, sometimes you can just sense the evil off of it. It was Dick Cheney. <laughs> and then for the cheap pop, I said, sometimes I said, you'll get a, you, you get the king of all dick pics because the dick is not only a dick, but it's also an asshole. And I flip it over and it was Trump. <laughs> and they, they were like, ah, yeah. And they clapped. And I said, also, this is a rare moment because this is a dick, an asshole, and a pussy all in one fucking picture. That sounds a little bit like uh, pandering to the crowd. No, no, no. no. Because like, I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, a little bit like. Uh, Oh shit, Team America. Yeah. He got your pussies, your dicks, and your assholes. Dicks, fuck pussies. <laughs> and what happens when <laughs> assholes get mad because pussies are getting all the fucking? You get shit all over your dick. Sometimes you got a fucking asshole. <laughs> That's what he throws up. Yeah. He just runs his He pukes like literally a, a, a swimming pool worth of vomit in the alley. God, that movie's great. <laughs> Puppet sex. I can't have sex with you unless you assure me you're well, never die. I'll you're never die about. ever. Ever. Who was the last dick? You what? said there was uh, one one last picture. 
And the, the, the last picture was Trump. Okay. Yeah. I just, I just, that's all I fucking do is pander to what audience I'm in front of. You know, that's... That might be my problem because I do the exact opposite. I get, <laughs> I get damn near a uh, fucking adversarial with them. See, th- th- that's that's the thing is once I know a crowd likes me, I start doing things to make them not like me. <laughs> Dig a hole, see if you can get out of it. Yeah, like I, I literally, I, I did a, a bit in Huntington uh, a while back about like. Like I was saying at the beginning, letting no race fuck their own race and just everybody mix and everything. Because I was talking about not wanting to hold a baby. And I said, if you have a baby in this day and age anyway, at least have the fucking decency to go fuck somebody that's not the same color as you. So I went into it. And the host was a very, you, know, you could tell, uh, a very... SJW? Uh, no, no. Well, yeah, but uh, what's the what's the fucking term they got now for white kids, white boys that are mad they're white and they're feminist and everything? Incel. Oh, incel. There we no, go. No, no. Is that a thing? Incels are... Uh, Involuntary celibate, but they're not liberal. They they blame, okay. They blame women for not wanting to fuck them. Well, that's fucking, that MGTOW? that's fucking dumb too. No, MGTOW is a completely different thing. We've had a really long discussion on that, and I love it. And we can <laughs> we can go into that forever. <laughs> we can put the soundbite on it, but not today. Um, not today, Johnny. Uh, like the uh, white feminist white knights, white knights, whatever. Th- oh that, yeah, that, virtue that was, signaling. That was the kind of kid that was hosting it, and like I was faggots, part of- faggots. Yeah, yeah, basically, uh, I was part of I was part of a pay Gotta show. Get two in per show. Right. <laughs> I was part of a pay show like the next week, and he was like, "Frampton will be on a pay show. Uh, it's five bucks to go away with this. You can see him and five other guys. Hopefully, it won't just be white guys yelling about race." And before he closed the show, I yelled, "It's gonna be now!" <laughs> and I went to the paid show and just did nothing but racial humor for That's fifteen fucking, fucking minutes. That's good on you. And he sat right there. He was almost crying. I said, "That was." Like blah blah this blah blah that, and, and I start. I talked about biracial porn and all this shit. Is this guy and, funny? No, not okay. At all. There you go. Not at all. And there a bunch of the, and a bunch Fuck of him. and a bunch of the female comics in that town fucking hate him. Like like yeah, because what what he's doing? He's he's a wolf in sheep's clothing. Yep. and he's trying to he's rapey. Yeah. Oh guarantee yeah. It. Oh yeah. Guarantee there's gonna if he ever has any modicum of success after we're off the air, I'll out. show you a picture of him. Clan uniform? Uh, no, not clan uniform. <laughs> <laughs> lot of, you know, he's out there sending you dick pics. Lot, I'm just trying of, to get it anywhere I can get lot it, baby. A lot of things to hide at that boy. I bet though, I'll bet that right now. Yeah, man, fuck that. Yeah, it, it's fucking comedy. It's supposed to be cro- line crossing yeah. and shit like that. Just well, that's I've, I, I, I've yeah. Been, how, we've gotten to the point where you can't even. That used to be the essence of comedy. Pissing somebody off, yeah, and even but in a good way, like getting them pissed off at first, and then bringing them back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're not. In a yeah. way, maybe it's like a kind of like maybe becoming the golden age of comedy because everyone's so easily pissed off. There's that much more easy to laugh about. Well, it. but that's like the, the the one of the previous golden ages of comedy was the what like the late late eighties, early nineties, where everybody, everybody got had the yeah, everybody got their own show and yeah. everybody was on MTV comedy half hour. And yeah, it, it, it was that blue stage. It it, it turns now though, in, instead of it instead of like it being everybody will laugh at everybody being pissed off. Now it's like remember the old cliche? It was like if 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 the white comic said something about black people and there was one black person in the room, the joke was, look at all the white people looking at the black guy to see if it's okay to laugh. Yeah, yeah. Now, instead of actually participating in the show and then paying attention, everybody in the crowd is looking at everybody in the crowd. No, they're looking for the white guy that's going to be offended about yeah, the black exactly. jokes. Yeah. Well, no, because they're all the white guy that's going <laughs> to be offended. Yeah. You know who's never offended by black jokes? Black people. Exactly. <laughs> they <laughs> love them. Yeah. Um, you know who you can't really make a joke about and hurt their feelings? Asian people. 
Yeah, because they're killing it. They don't care. <laughs> Bill Burr had yeah, the best. They're not at the do fucking comedy really? show. Yeah, okay, okay, correct me. <laughs> yeah, they, you, you got. They, ex- they you have an anecdote for that? Uh, I don't have a joke for it, but I have sat and watched a table full of fucking Asian people in Cincinnati get up from the front row. And leave, and make a scene about leaving. Wait, I couldn't wait, understand a fucking word they were saying, but I mean, Bobby they Lee fucking performing because I understand if it was Bobby Lee. No, it was at an open mic, and it was just a <laughs> random fucking black dude. And they were like, ah, nah, 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 nah. and like, fuck, he was he 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 was just yelling back at him. I'm gonna buy it before I leave. I'm gonna buy it before I leave. <laughs> and like, they stormed <laughs> out. Funny. But, I was yeah. gonna ask if he was being funny about it. Then, like, oh yeah, he was. Oh, but yeah, but like, most of the audience was like, oh goddamn, really? Like, they got that mad about that? Like, yeah. So like, every now and then, and that could have been like a a pool of Asian people who are not. Oh yeah, I mean, are, 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 well, I mean, are, are not are, are like. Third generation, they've all they've all grown up here. You know all, I mean? They're all white. All of these yeah. things yeah. we're joking about are rash generalizations. They're, they're bananas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, have you ever seen Greg Greg Fitzsimmons's uh, Netflix special? Uh-uh. He I've watched Rory Scovel's new one, and that's pretty good. He's tremendous. Yeah. Uh, but Fitzsimmons goes into the crowd and just guesses Asians. Like he, with <laughs> that's fucking that's, that's pretty awesome. good. point accuracy. That's pretty good. He goes, and you know how he is. Uh, so your eyes are a little around. You're Korean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> King of the Hill. I think he's Chinese. Well, there was. A- I think he's Japanese. Cotton walks in. No, he didn't. <laughs> he's like he's the ocean. Thank you, Mister Cod. And he goes, Mister Cod, my bags, my bags. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing is Cod walks up and goes. I'm Laotian. I'm from Laos. And Bill goes, the ocean? You're from the ocean? I'm stupid. <laughs> well, then there you was know that- Toby Huss played him? I didn't know that. I can see that now. Yeah, I, yeah. It, I thought it was an Asian person playing God. There was that <laughs> one female comedian who did the funny bit. She was like, I've got Judar. She was, you know, yeah. she's like, like you, you, she, she like picked one person. I didn't even really look. She's like, she's, and then she just started like breaking out laughing. Yeah. Like, I, I can see that do nose or whatever. Yeah. Is it Susie Essman? I don't. I don't know God, anybody's name. They're <laughs> terrible with names. Female comedians don't get nearly the flack whenever they're offensive. No, right? As, uh, Unless you're Lisa Lampanelli. Well, well, Lisa Lampanelli deserves the flack because Lisa Lampanelli's material is just her yelling random racial things from a bathroom wall. <laughs> Fair enough. She's just at, reading the at TGI least, Fridays. Yeah, yeah, at, yeah, yeah. Fucking at least girls like Amy Schumer and Whitney Cummings actually decided to make bits out of their racism and not just be like, if you date a Puerto Rican, a second job you'll be seeking. It's like, that's <laughs> holy shit. How did you get an that's hour? Really awesome. That is good. And she does First say of all, that. she stole that from my dad. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> but like 80% Shit. of Lisa Lampanelli's first year in the mainstream was, I like the blacks. Yeah. I like the blacks. I like that's all it's by black. That's yeah. all it fucking was. But, and, uh, um, yeah, Lisa Lampanelli's garbage. I liked her on the roasts, but roasts are. She was good when she said, was she the one who said that, uh, Warren Sapp looks like he should be climbing up that building and swinging it to uh, <laughs> that's airplanes? That's tremendous. Yeah. <laughs> And, and, and then, and, and then the fire back when Warren Zap got up, he said, uh, "Lisa, he said, not even in a dark room if I was blind." And just walked away from her. I was like, "Cool." Warren Sap was funny. On Warren Sap also said this was the first time in years he'd seen Larry the Cable Guy and Toby Keith without their hoods on. <laughs> that was a good roast. Who yeah. was that? Jeff Foxworthy. You know who one of the best people on that roast was? Fucking uh, Marsha Marsha Brady. Yeah. Oh yeah. She was really good. Everybody on that one was good. Yeah. Like I was surprised by Warren Sap by Marsha. Brady by Toby Keith. I was like, I know y'all had people write stuff for you. Of course, you, but, but you're delivering it great. Yeah, I was like, y'all are doing fucking awesome. 
Yeah, that's that, that's three quarters of it is delivering it with the uh, yeah. Well, we've talked about this before. Some comedians are delivery comedians. Their jokes aren't necessarily that funny. Dane Cook. Dane, yeah. Some comedians are both. Some comedians are material comedians. Right. Your material like a, like is a Todd Berry. Todd, yes, yes. Todd Berry is just going to stand uh, there and say the not, thing. Yeah, it's, his uh, delivery is Todd Berry. I, I think he's hilarious. I know yeah. you do. I don't, I'm <laughs> and, not a big and, Todd and, Berry mark. But, but then in, in the middle winds up being guys like Stephen Wright and Mitch Hedberg. What they're saying is funny. How they're saying it makes it even funnier. Absolutely. Even it's it's almost funnier when they say something that's not funny. It's just the way they say it. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a comedian. I've, I've talked about him before. Stephen Brody Stevens. He's funnier when it doesn't work. Like right. not yeah. on his special, he's funny. His jokes are funny. But if you get like somebody's iPhone video from him at the comedy store at two thirty in the morning, and he's just not doing well, there's eight <laughs> people in the crowd. He's just walking up to people, arms crossed, negative, arms crossed, negative. You look anti-Semitic. Like he's just, <laughs> yeah. he's, and he's angry, and he's. He had one of my favorite one-liners. He goes, "I'm very aggressive." Twice I charged the mound in T-ball. <laughs> pretty good. Shane that. Torres is my favorite dude right now. He's he's my favorite guy. If y'all if y'all seen, I know I, the name. I've probably heard him. On he's the, the guy that does the bit on Conan defending Guy Fieri. <laughs> God, how do you do that? Oh, he does it perfectly. He literally opens it up. He says, "Can somebody tell me?" And he's a, he's a big dude. You know, he's 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 probably three hundred plus pounds. Got long hair. And uh, he's Mexican, right? Yeah, he's he's at least real Mexican, not uh, Carlos Mencia Mexican. Yeah, yeah, his name's not Ed. <laughs> um, Ned, actually, Ned. Ned. Oh my but, god, uh, he comes and up. And let's he says, not sully the good goddamn name of Carlos Mencia here. We look. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's leave that up to fucking Ari Shearer and fucking Joe Rogan. <laughs> Boy, did they put him in the torture act? Oh yeah. man, it was great. But uh, Shane Torres says, "Can somebody tell me?" What Guy Fieri ever did to anybody? <laughs> and they kind of choked. He goes, because as well as I can figure, all he ever did is follow his dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, I mean, I understand like his presentation. It's douchey, but I mean, he's like going around the diners, drive-ins. That's, and that's dodge. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll show it to you once we're off here. Did he do Hillbilly um, Hot Dogs? Oh yeah, yeah. He's done several places in West Virginia. Awesome. Um, but Burger he th- cart. He, he he talks. Somebody needs to do that. Yeah. He he he, he talks about. Uh, he's like he gives advertising to to mom and pop restaurants that on a national platform that could never afford it. You know, blah blah and all that. And he says, uh, and if in case you need a little more sugar to keep his medicine down, he also officiates gay weddings. He said, but because he looks like he got electrocuted while drinking Mountain Dew, <laughs> everybody shits on him. That actually is real, are really good points. Yeah, he's like I've never heard anything but great things about him personally. Yeah, yeah, I've, yeah. I've literally the only it's just, it's just that thing not to interrupt that people just decide to not automatically. Like yeah, yeah. I mean, um, they'll be a, on the pedestal, and then they'll just be like, "Well, we don't have, like Brendan Fraser." Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely, and he was a good actor. I have uh, several friends who are, have you know who went to culinary school are chefs, will be chefs until they die. Um, that don't like him because. He's on TV on the Food Network without having spent time in a real restaurant. And I'm like, hold the fuck on. I was like, everybody 
on that has proven track records of working in restaurants when they were younger. Mm-hmm. I was like, just because they didn't spend six fucking figures in culinary school like you asshats did, doesn't make them any less knowledgeable about what food should be like than you are. Excuse him for having a fucking bit of charisma. Well, yeah. And, that, and the thing about that is, too, we both worked restaurants. Yeah. You worked restaurants, too. Mm-hmm. Uh Two days at Ponderosa. Yeah, West yeah, that was a great. That's one of the best stories. You know, I don't think I like this anymore. So he just, so he just left. Not into this. That's like the coolest fucking. Besides the Todd hit story where he threw the computers in the fucking dumpster and drank drank down a bottle of whiskey and lit a cigarette and told the place to kiss his ass on the way out. That's that's tremendous. The, it's fucking uh, awesome. You told me that story. That story is so good. We need to have Todd on to tell that story personally. Nope. Fuck you. But anyway. Um, <laughs> I have never worked with a chef, not one, who could hang with a really good line cook. Not right. One. Yeah, because a, sh- a chef's it's limited seating at like a a real a real like fancy. Right. But th- th- that's it's, it's like I've said before. A chef's strong suit is making the dishes that they want, or that whoever's right above them wants. You know, making that perfect. A line cook's strength is learning. A dozen things, a hundred different ways, and cranking them out in fifteen minutes or less. Right, you know, and that's. I'm not taking anything away from five star dining chefs. I love, you know, eating at a lot of places. I love driving by them. Yeah, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But um, but it's two it's two different beasts. You know, line cook. Line cooks are is line cooks the hardest job I've ever done. Oh yeah, hands down, hands down. I fucking dug coal for six goddamn months, and I'd do that again before I'd fucking be on a line again. Yeah, I did railroad work for a couple of years, and it was. I've always said I'd rather swing a hammer for twelve hours a day than, than a spatula be, for four, than, than be on a line for an hour. Yeah. Well, that's in why. The fucking- but that's why you got paid so much. Oh! <laughs> Boom! <laughs> yeah, a lot of people don't know that line cooks do make two hundred twenty-five thousand dollars a year. That's right. Yeah, but they, they work. But they work. But they work one hundred ninety nine thousand hours a year. Yeah, yeah. And, they, and they pay you. In, they pay you in cocaine and gullible girls. <laughs> Neat, because those are two things the restaurant industry is flooded with. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The uh, Jesus, I I turned off my notification. You obviously fucking didn't, Mister Popular. All right, fucking Grams. One person. It's me. I'm just sending dick pics. Keep looking down. Dude! Yeah. <laughs> one of them, he's wearing a hat. <laughs> it's like, what about this one? <laughs> Let's do a 360 photo oh, where you can panoram. Panoramic dick pic. That's hilarious. <laughs> when you want to see all the angles. You start right on the left-hand side of the pee hole. All the way around the room, show the fish tank back to the fucking right side. <laughs> or you could go from like the you know the ball tain area up to the up to the pubis. See, that's a good one. There you go. Up to the pubis. I think that's going to be the name of my next album. <laughs> it should be. <laughs> <laughs> pubis Mons. <laughs> we, when I made my last album, it took so fucking long to get it produced. I wanted to change the name of it to. Well, this has been a hassle. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't heard it, but I know your material. Yeah. So. You've heard all my good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, God damn it. What else could I bring up? Oh, like we were talking about how people just decide to shit on people like Guy Fieri. Right. Like Nickelback got that too. Yeah. And yeah, I don't they like really Nickelback. did. I don't like I don't either, like Nickelback but either, but all, all of a sudden it became it became cool to hate Nickelback. And yeah. I was like, I was like, I'm just never gonna say it again. Yeah. Like, there, there's too many of you going to suck Nickelback. You did send me that one Nickelback thing, and it was a picture of two people sitting in a 
in a stadium and said, meanwhile, with a Nickelback concert. Because that's funny. It is funny. <laughs> and that was early on because it was I like t- they were still what, popular then. What, 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 one of the funniest ones compared to that after I saw it was when it said it was when the Powerball was like 628 million or whatever. Kind of sick. Um, this meme said, if I was the only one to win this, if I won all 600 plus million, I would go around the country buying up all the tickets to Luke Bryan shows. Then when he came on stage, it would just be me. And it showed one guy in front of the stage. It would just be me going, faggot. Uh, uh, shit. In your act, do you say that the, the faggot word a lot? I don't. I don't say the faggot word. Because um, in that joke, I think I think people would understand. But sometimes they might. I don't know. Right. I, I don't because a, a joke I found, you know, fuck, I'm almost seven years into doing this at this point, And I've, I've figured out a lot of stuff. And I found out a couple years ago, uh, not through my own faux pas, but through watching other people, a joke can be a gold mine. But one word can be can stick out like a like a fucking sore thumb in it, and instead of taking the joke in as a whole and it, respecting it, a crowd can go, "Well, you're not allowed to say that. You can't say that anymore." You know, and you know, faggot, the n word, rape, um, you know, respectable father, fucking things. <laughs> that like was that. one of George Carlin's best jokes. He had a, he had a bit about rape. He said, yeah. you, can't, you can't joke about rape. He's like, it's not funny. He's like, you don't think rape's funny? He said, picture Porky Pig raping Elmer Fudd. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody, you know, they laughed back then. Now that would get crickets. Yeah. People would be like, uh, no. And I laughed. Well, it was Ka- a funny Carlin, joke. Carlin dropped the N-bomb on stage in a special. Did he? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Wait, I remember that one because he, he Richard Pryor. They don't care when they say niggers. No, why? They're niggers. No, he was <laughs> he was talking about. He said uh, he was talking about the hypocrisy of the Constitution and uh, things like that. He said, if you look the Declaration of Independence and everything they wrote, he said the, of all of that, the phrase they want to throw around is we, we all men are created equal. And he goes, yeah, and he, he said all men are created equal. Yeah, except for Indians and niggers, right? Yeah, and and I mean that's. In New York, in front of a sold-out New York crowd, white dude in the mid-80s, I'm like, even right then, that was like, hey, but because of how he crafted it, how he worked it, right. he got to, he well, got but, to see, say See, that's it. the thing. But, that wasn't meant to be offensive towards them. I'm right. sorry, man. Go ahead. Yeah. No, but, but, but you're not George Carlin. You, you no, can't no, no, take no. risks like that. No, 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 no. Yeah. no. It takes it takes no, long no. time to get yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. got to be. I'm not saying I would. I wouldn't. No, no. I wouldn't say but that I on stage I understand to begin why, with. I understand what you're saying though about. Yeah. there are certain things. It's just not worth yeah, the risk of saying that word. Yeah, at this point, and even though in the mid '80s, Carlin wasn't at Carlin. How where, where we hold him now? This is like 1984. So he was just just coming in to be in. It might have been his second or third HBO special. So he was just coming in to you know to uh, to be there vying with Pryor for who was the best. When you've, you've also and got to I don't ha- think that's you've also got to be able to feel out the vibe I mean, of a situation in real time. Right. Most people can't do that. Right. Absolutely. Um, I'm I'm not trying to brag or anything. Uh, I'm very happy that I can sit and watch a show as it goes, and also watch it with a. Th- third person perspective as I'm doing my stuff to know everything I do, I've got the joke I'm going to start with and how that lands. I'm going to go to a uh-huh. or B the flow chart flow chart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I can sit and watch while other people are up and you can change read the room. And I can read and I go, okay, they don't like this. They don't like this. I'm not going to do this. I'll do this instead. Blah, blah. That's and then, why stand up comedy <clears throat> is a lot harder live than music is. I think because, 
especially opening. Right. Because a song is a song. A song is a song. This is what these are the jokes. I mean, this is <laughs> these not, are the songs. It's not per- it's not as personal. Yeah. Right. Well, it's like there, there's been musicians downtown. They're like, man, you know, you ought to do this or this and blah, blah. And it's always like 30 miles, you know, 30 mile radius around here. I'm like, everybody who's willing to pay to see me has paid to see me. Like, mm-hmm. I have to go away for a little bit from Charleston. I got to go get new stuff. Yeah. And then come back in and do something here, you know, months from now. And I'm like, it's not, it's not like music. A musician can go up and play the same 10 fucking songs. 15 shows in a row in a two month period in the same, in front of the same fucking crowd and they'll still clap and everything because even if they're not right there on the stage watching you play, you're the background music. They're enjoying what you're doing with spoken word art. Uh, you have to <laughs> literally highfalutin. Yeah. You literally have to, yeah. Let me pull my britches up, put these, put these spacks on like Scrooge McDuck. Why did Scrooge McDuck wear those? He was barefoot. And he wasn't wearing pants either. I, yeah, well, I wasn't going to get too deep. Oh, he did it. He's going full McDuck. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's Winnie shirt the Pooh. cocking it. Shirt cocking it. Full Winnie the Pooh. Here's here's a thing for you: race cars, that airplanes, awesome. uh, uh, race cars, lasers, airplanes. It's a duck blur. <laughs> that is a line in the Ducktales theme song. Not ponytails or goblin tail. No, because it's it's as Race cars, lasers, airplanes. airplanes. It's a duck blur. I'm like, that's a word they made up for the song. No, no. I go Google it. That is a word that means fracas. Invented in 1952. Around the time Walt Disney was coming up with ideas for animated shorts. Walt Disney <laughs> invented fucking words <laughs> to put into fucking theme songs 30 years later. He was right about the Jews. Oh, Oh, um, I've heard a lot of comedians. In what song. way? Which which part? <laughs> All of them. Yeah. The, mo- the, the money. <laughs> All of them. The nose. If you if you're not taking your racial ambiguity from a frozen head in a fucking jar on a mechanical spider body who wants to eat Korean children, I don't know where your standards are. <laughs> Good point. I was uh, I've heard Fair. lots of comedians talk about how the difference in live performing with music and and comedy is like whenever you or me write a song. We're pretty. If if it's good, we know it's good. But you guys have to practice in front of people, or you don't yeah. know if it's any good. Or you, well, you, it might. What might? What is good in front of one crowd might be bomb in front of another right, crowd. Right, hundred percent. Oh, um, you don't have to tell me that. You every time. Like like I literally, I'll run my material through at the bare minimum five open mics of different crowds before I'll take it to a paid gig. And like I have a I have a bit. Um, that is, uh, fun for me to do because I know where, where it goes and I love when it hits with a crowd, but there are times when I want to do it and I can read a crowd to know that not enough of them are going to get it. And it's, it's, uh, I say, you know, interracial porn because I've got a bit about being single and watching too much porn. And then sometimes I work it in that why is it that interracial porn is titled so aggressively only when it's a black guy banging a white girl. I was like, you don't, is it, it could be, it could be a Mexican dude banging a black girl and it wouldn't be anywhere near aggressive. I said, cause, but, but black dude on white girl is always very aggressively worded and it's in caps. It's like every time it's like, uh, 
rich daddy's girl dominated by BBC <laughs> or, or, or Riley Reed absolutely demolished by Mandingo, you know, and that's, it's nuts. Mandingo, it's, 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 that's, that's a porn star that name, dude, by the that way. Guy's yeah. Thick yeah. Is this long. yeah. We're very familiar with Mandingo. Yeah. <laughs> Him and Lex Steele. And yeah. Oh, and you're on so, first half of the first name basis with Lexington Steele? Yeah. Are you? Well, Lexington? that's what they call him is Lex yeah. Steele. Lex- Lexington. Lexington Steele's dick looks like Jim Norton, five inches taller with a better chin. <laughs> I heard Jim Norton say that in person. But uh, Jim Norton's the funniest man alive. <laughs> but uh, I, got, I was like, why is it not like that when it's a white guy banging a, banging a black girl? I was like, I guess it just it's not as searchable to read a title that says Douglas the Banker raises Ebony Queen's credit score. <laughs> <laughs> and that that when that hits, it's fucking gold. That's gonna but, kill in Boone County. Yeah, but sometimes it's just like, ha, there's a black guy right there. I don't. Uh, <laughs> the black guy's uh, rolling. I wouldn't. Yeah. I've never He's had doing one. the running man. He's like, yes, yeah. <laughs> I've done it. I've done it looking like. I did it at a, a mic at Sam's in Charleston. Two biracial couples sitting on different sides of the room. I just purposely stared at both of them as I was doing the fucking joke <laughs> through the punchline. All four of them dying laughing. 22 year old white girl in the room. That's not funny. It's racist. Well, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Jesus Christ. Fucking white women. If the biracial couples are fucking laughing at it, then the rest of us can laugh at it because they're the only ones that are involved in the fucking joke. And also, you're kidding. It's funny. Yeah, like, that's what people I'm are actually like. not. Well, on stage in kayfabe. That's <laughs> not even that's a, that joke came from an honest question. Like why? Why is black guy and white girl? It's all in caps and everything. I think it's because it's still a social taboo. I, yeah, and, I think because it's I think it's supply and demand. I think that's what turns. Certain people on mostly white dudes who watch the interracial. Well, the no, black I, I'm white. not even saying the biracial porn. I love biracial porn. Um, I'm, I'm just saying why, why the violence thing is the thing is because that's yeah, it's that's the turn on. And, it's and, the and, opposite of what happened in slavery days, where the white man was <coughs> banging all the white the black women. But yeah, that, and so now it's turning its head. So, so that's the yeah, and, and that's, that's the like, race play thing. Like one of the guys uh, that I'm actually good friends with out of one of the biracial couples I was talking about. Me and him were talking about it on a serious note, and he was like, "Oh, well, he's, it's, it's aggressive wording." He said because no matter even in porn, black men are still looked as savages, mm-hmm. and uh, that led to fucking ten minutes of talking serious goddamn issues and shit. I was like, "See, see, see look at this dumb joke that this fucking white trash moron made, and now I'm now I'm bridging the fucking gap of racial equality." But it's because. You yeah. talked about it. Yeah, but it's because well, but I can't. don't like darkies and chalkies banging. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I actually uh, do. Love it. That's one of my favorite things. Yeah, I am a, I'm a huge fan. That, that's the thing. Like, nothing's too bad to joke about. I mean, I've told you guys, like, when I, right after my brother died, we were in there picking out caskets, and I'm like, Mom, I'm, me and my brother Jason are about the same size. Should I just top in this son bitch and, and see if he'll right. fit in there? Just doing shit like that. And other families would be like, oh, God. Fuck. Well, it's like, you, was it you told your sister <coughs> on the anniversary and you posted something and said, you should, it should have been you? <laughs> 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 and, and y'all laughed. I mean, that's, I, I like that sense of humor. It's, it's refreshing. Well, yeah. he, my dad was in, in the other room dying and she, my sister was crying in tears and she, she's like, it looks like he's dying. I'm like, Chris. He's dying. Yeah. And she goes, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't spoken to her since, but that's fine. That's fine. 
Um, Did your dad ever look at you and just go, the wrong goddamn kid died? <laughs> Dutch, Dutchy Cox over there. No, he'd already had a stroke. He couldn't really talk all that good. Well, he typed it into his thing that talked for him. He would have done some kind of sign language to say, but he died. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he'd be dead. He's dead. Yeah. Fucking worm. Who you texting, Chuck? Fucking piece of shit. Nobody. Garbage. Nobody. No, it's somebody. I hope whoever that nobody is listening to the show and just, oh, <laughs> <fucking laughs> no. piece of garbage. I hate you so much. I know you do. No, I had a friend that died. Um, I had a. And uh, he, 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 it was a motorcycle accident. It was another state. Anyway, when it happened, my you know my friend was kind of grieving about it. And I made the joke. This guy was really into video games. So I always was never able to form a friendship with this guy because he was so interested in video games. That's all he <laughs> wanted to talk about. And so when he when he passed, and friend came and told me he was grieving about it, I was like, it's like, well, when you live your whole life in a video game virtual reality world, you forget that you only that you only get one life. <laughs> and the joke didn't go over well. Nah. It didn't go over well at all. Flat <laughs> balloon. He didn't even laugh. <laughs> no, not even a smirk. Trying to cheer you up because you're dead fucking friend. Chill out. Well, right after well, Mom, my friend right too. Right after died, <laughs> I came up here. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I, um, Chuck lived with his mama, and he they were never able to get internet. She didn't want internet in the house. And at, like the day after she died, it might have been a few days when we recorded the podcast, and I said this on the podcast, and he talked about it a little bit, and I was like, well, at least look on the bright side. You can finally get internet in the house. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, there was that one, and then There's I like, was so worried about how you're going to take it. Oh no, I I but landed, landed I, so well. Yeah, and then I but I, and it's uh, you said well now you can get it in. <laughs> worried about the noise. That was one of the jokes. I was oh, like sex. Yeah, doing sex. Yeah, doing the sex stuff. <laughs> that was awkward sometimes. Well, I, I, can't I would imagine. say. I mean, she was your grandma. Uh, I mean. I was doing this other. I was I was texting with this girl. Yeah, I went there. Yeah, I'm doing it. This other death joke that happened recently. I was texting back and forth with this girl, and she was talking about how you know when she had when she had a kid, she flatlined like she basically died, and then right. they brought her back. And I was just like, um, it's like I'm sorry. It's like, uh, you know, I really like you and everything. I'm just looking for something a little deader. <laughs> you undead. Yeah. Then, then I sent her a gif of like a walking skeleton. So she's the undertaker? <laughs> she she, she flatlined twice, actually. Oh, bridged. <laughs> oh, we'll get to that here. Yeah. And, then, and, then she, and then it was like the joke was, it's like, it's like, yeah, you're jealous. It's like, you're jealous. It's like, yeah, me too. She's like, yeah, the worst thing was when I came back to you, I was like, God, yeah. you didn't die. <laughs> There's a whole That's one like... <clears throat> My ex, Annie's mom, had an aunt, and she was cool as shit. She's one of these matter-of-fact, real yeah, real tough lady. I really liked her. And she, uh, she like, went out, and she she had terminal cancer. She was in the hospital. And she went out, and then they, like, she didn't die, but they brought her back. Like, she was on drugs really bad. And she woke up, and they said, <laughs> she said, she said, God damn it, I'm still alive. <laughs> Everybody kind of laughed. But that's the way she was. She's yeah. like, let's just get this shit over with, you know. I've she seen this show man. enough. Yeah. <laughs> I know how this turns out. Um, let's do uh, favorite things. We haven't done that yet. Okay. You guys know. We have segments. This is a professional show. These are a few of mm. my favorite things. Mm. Even got a theme song. When the, po- when the pit bull bites the baby. 
whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles. You know what she does with the whiskers on the kittens? kittens. Puts them in her butt all. She rounds up a whole bunch of kittens and cuts their whiskers off, then flickers her clit with it. That's what she does. Neat. Yeah. And those cats are walking around all fucking discombobulated because they need right. their whiskers. Oh, yeah. Cream colored Drowning because they don't I don't even want to tell you what she does with them cream colored ponies, y'all. She gets it in. She gets that big dick. Pony cream. She rides a Pony Express. You guys know what I'm saying? Yeah. Genuine. The Baloney Pony. Oh, I had a friend. His last name was Maloney, and we would always say the Maloney Pony. We'd laugh. Remember when I wanted? <laughs> we had fun. <laughs> remember when I wanted Mahoney to become governor of West Virginia? Yes. <laughs> Holy <laughs> fuck! I told this. <laughs> I wanted I wanted Bill Mahoney to become West Virginia governor just so when things went wrong, I could go out on the porch and be like Mahoney. <laughs> <laughs> and he voted for him for that. I did. I did. Didn't have a clue what his platform was. I was just like, I want this to happen. Oh, we should try to find somebody named Khan to run for governor. Holy or- shit. That's a stroke of genius. <laughs> or Zod. God, that'd be, t- that'd be a little tough. Vote for Zod. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, favorite things. What's your favorite uh, stuff this week, Chuck? Um... It's going to sound weird. Okay. Because it always because does. I don't want to sound like I don't want to sound like big time. It's a lot of big, a lot of, a lot of build up to that. I was say build no, up. It's not everyone. It's, everyone pause. Take a breath. I like big butts, and I cannot lie. I like you spending money. Uh, I like spending money not on me, but on people that I love. That's. One of my favorite things because that is not a thing to big time. No, but I don't want to sound like, you know, uh, you know, I just don't want to sound like it. I just like he's a baller now. And he's he's all stuck up about it. <laughs> nah, not at all. But I, it just balling out. Of I can't. He's buying the ten dollar T-shirts now, son. Annie, I went I took her today and we were we just were going to go down and hang out in Charleston and uh, do some stuff. And then we went to PetSmart and then we went to Best Buy. Because I was just like, well, let's go to Best Buy. They have cool stuff. And they really fucking do. Best Buy is so much fun to walk around in. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's terrible for me because I was just like, I need all of this shit. I can't, you know... The cool toys they got, the remote controlled fucking R two D two thing that you can run on an mm-hmm. app on your fucking phone mm-hmm. and it communicates with other. I you know, it's just like this you know, is the, too too good for big lots now. This is this is the I'm best, sorry, the best lots buy commercial I've ever heard in my life. Ever ever since uh, Chuck got a got a job making big money, Magic Mart's fucking stock has gone down so much that motherfuckers <laughs> going out of business. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I stopped doing my weekly trip to Magic Mart. The whole Quincy Center is going to shut down. <laughs> We should buy um, it and put in just like 10 bowling alleys. Oh, and, a, and a laser tag room. Neat. Oh, my God. An escape room. But not like a game. Just like you lock them in and be like, good luck, bitches. <laughs> it's sort of human trafficking, but whatever. I mean, I, I figure we could stay in business for four months. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. At least here's, a summer. Here's a hacksaw and a canteen. You got three days. And here's days. hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> yeah. He's available. <laughs> oh, yeah, he um, no, Tough guy. We took, uh, like I took her down there and I bought her. The Switch today, the Nintendo Switch. Dope. Right. It's really cool. Like, we got back and put it together and all that stuff. Then there's somebody else I've been buying for, and I just love spending money on them. It's not me. He did bring me a dose of Kratom, though. Yeah. It's kicking in. <laughs> it's pretty good, isn't Feeling it? Feeling pretty good. I'm but- alive! <laughs> Was it uh, get him to the creek? Yeah. <laughs> I'm alive. 100% Run a girl in right in the hallway. A girl hits him in the mouth of the pool ball and he just keeps on going. Um, I just, that's, and Annie was joking. She was like, 
I was like, well, that's neat. She's like, Dad, you should get a, pe- a, a set of earpo- uh, AirPods because I thought they were awesome. You know, they're completely wireless. Take them right in your ears, turn the music on. It's great. I can even take them to work, like, and listen to podcasts. You because don't have, you not, don't have, how, what, what's the radius? Like, how f- close do you need to be to your phone? Not yeah. very close. Like, I was across the weight room the other day, and it came came it's completely dope. in. Um, now he's, now, he's, br- now he's bragging about weights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but um, look at me. I'm chucking my million bucks. <laughs> I'm I got money for my daughter. <laughs> I lift weights. I put on headphones that don't have cords. Look at my money magic. Ooh. He's like a damn leprechaun over there with his pot of gold. I'm going to buy me a mall. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to buy me a blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Call me Randy Marsh. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> All of you will come crowding to me for your entertainment. See, man. Um, but no, I... Annie was joking. I was like, "Well, you should, Dad, she said, Dad, you should get those." I was like, "Well, I, I don't, I don't really need them." And she's like, "Dad, you would spend thousands of dollars on me and not bat an eye, and you can't get yourself anything." And I don't like buying for myself. Like I'll, I, I bought a couple things that I felt I needed. I needed a new TV. You know that TV in there was just tiny, so I did, it was now your TV's ball. Yeah, it's pretty great. It's I don't think it's quite as big as that one, but it's still it's pretty. Well, good. no, but nothing can be as big as literally the multiplex TV <laughs> that does put in this house. It's an IMAX TV. It's only eighty inches. <laughs> It's 60. It's only 60. Um, it's dope, though. I love it. And then I got uh, the sound system for it, the uh, Samsung sound system. And other than that, I haven't really gotten anything. And Well, you're a simple fucking dude. Like, not simple ton. You're yeah. a simple jack. But, I mean, there's not a whole lot that you need. You pay 20 bucks a month to go to the weight room. Yeah. That's about it. Groceries. Yeah. I mean, I, and I'm fine. Like, I. A lot of my stuff is online purchases, like movies. I'll get movies yeah. and books. Which benefits me. Yeah. <laughs> he does <laughs> movies. Dutch has Amazon. Password. I know Dutch is like wringing his hands on payday. There's something new going to be in that queue. Yep. <laughs> Roadhouse again. <laughs> But it's kind of like mm. it's kind of like it's kind of like something come out in the theater though, and you got to wait for it to come out on on tape. Yeah, so you can rent it. <laughs> so you get kind of excited, you start rubbing your toes. That's what it is yeah. what it's like? Uh, like I got, uh, but some of them I know you don't you don't understand. Phantasm two. I bought Phantasm two. Yeah, he, he bought. Have you watched Phantasm it? Have you watched it? No, it's fucking god awful. I love it. I watched it probably on, on TBS <laughs> in 1987. <laughs> Because I was waiting on WCW Saturday Night to come on. That's right. Beautiful Bobby Eaton. Oh, God. Oh, God. My favorite thing this week is beautiful Bobby Eaton's gear. It was always on point. It was. His gut. And his he was some. He was, he was classic skinny fat. Yeah. Like he had yeah. no muscle on him. And he's just, but he's, but he's still. The greatest wrestler of all time. He yes. was actually a really good wrestler. Banging rats and tipping hats, baby. That's all he does. <laughs> what, they call him a day off? Yeah. That he's so, so good in the ring. You never felt him. Mm-hmm. He was a good wrestler, man. I mean, this, that's watching that old wrestling, man. Some of those guys were just so good at it. You know, well, they were all pretty good. Even, even the jobber guys that mm-hmm. got thrown around by the road warriors, Randy Hogan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know about Randy Hogan. <laughs> but those guys, the Louis Spicoli, George South. <laughs> George South is really good. Yeah, he Everybody was. Loved. He was a champion of hard some. body Harrison. <laughs> Did he get thrown in the? Uh, yeah, Ke- it, Kevin Kevin Sullivan threw him in the Gulf of no, Mexico. No, Jacqueline threw him well, in the yeah, Gulf of Mexico. God, that bitch was something else. Have you ever heard about Hardbody Harrison's booking ideas? No. Go listen to Jericho's podcast when he's on there with Gallows and Anderson talking about it. It's a thing Jesus like that. Christ, those guys are funny too. Like he, he literally, uh, they had a bit where they were talking about the worst gimmicks they'd ever seen, and and Gallows said that uh, he said. 
doing this show. We're in Indianapolis. He said, "Kid's about six foot four. He's not chiseled, but he's 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 got a good look to him. Brown boots, brown pads, brown tights. Takes a newspaper to the ring, goes out, sits down on the middle turnbuckle, puts the newspaper up like he's taking a dump. His name was Davy Boy Shits." <laughs> So Jericho brought up Hard Body Harrison, started talking about his booking decision, his booking ideas, and he wanted he wanted Sting to get hit in the head and knocked unconscious, and the next week come in with amnesia of his career, but bring his his twin brother from another mother in, and it was going to be Hard Body Harrison dressed as Sting, but because he was black, his name was going to be Stang. <laughs> Oh, that's, oh, that's great. Hardbody Harrison's a fucking yeah. American treasure. He, he, he wanted, he had an idea that uh, him and Disco and Fire were working on an idea that WCW would get invaded by aliens and they were disguised as wrestlers and they wanted Chris Benoit to wear antenna while he wrestled in the <laughs> ring. But they had to be those ones that could like just come up like on TV. So while he was doing a move, they were just going to come up and the ref was going to kind of like almost see it. Then they'd go back down. <laughs> a lot of animatronics involved yeah. in that. Well, you got any favorite things, John? Uh, for some reason, you talking about 1987 made me think about uh, the old school American gladiators and how I'd stay Fuck up yes. on Saturday night and just be like super, ex- just like absolutely throttled. Like I wouldn't sleep that night just because I was so excited for American gladiators to come on at like midnight or whenever it was. What's some of the names of the gladiators? There was Ice. Nitro. Yeah. I mean... Michael Hearn was on there. Apollo Some, was one of them. Something about that show just really, really got me off yeah. as a as an eleven year old. <laughs> well, it's it's a spectacle, except the ones where they bring on. They brought on this one guy who was like a. He had to be a ringer. He's like, he was a linebacker or something in college, and he was just handing those those motherfuckers their ass. The, like it was just the best thing American Gladiators ever did was the one event where the gladiator would stand up on the pedestal with the like aggressive Nerf gun. Yeah, with shooting tennis balls. <laughs> and they had to run to the different weapons that were blatantly underpowered. <laughs> yeah. But they just had to hit one target. They yeah, had to hit yeah. the one but, target so but the each gun, would go up. Each gun that they used had a different velocity. So they're yeah. just guessing. Yeah. yeah. The, oh, man. But it was, the, there was one gun and it had the big foam missile on it. But I remember they would pull it up and it had a big fucking plastic target thing on the front of it so like they could aim it <laughs> and the gladiator would be up there like boom 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 fucking like like firing medicine balls at him or like the, the skulls of Korean children just boom 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 with their fucking nerf gun it's great apparently they tried to bring back American gladiators about 10 years ago yeah they did yeah they, uh, Layla Ali and Hulk Hogan hosted it I remember that let me tell you something about American gladiators dude it's an institution brother it's an American institution, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Just like hot dogs, brother. <laughs> Speaking of hot dogs, look at my skin, dude. Yeah, God, no, it's terrible. <laughs> God, it's awful. Who looks more like a hot dog, Hulk Hogan or Britney Spears? Mm. Hulk Hogan. She's got plastic skin. She looks like a Barbie doll. Well, well, what kind of hot dog are we talking about? We're talking about like the really cheap ones. Or are we talking about like a Nathan's? A, a Nathan's or like a? No, it's it's the really cheap ones because we're talking about Hulk Hogan and Britney Spears. Are we talking about like a? Like a nice juicy gas nut. station hot dog. Like a nice gas, <laughs> gas station hot dog sitting on the roller like a, since four a.m. Kind of like a German, like kind of short, fat, like knock worse. That's got this like kind of crispy. You bite into it, and it just kind of splatters. <laughs> what, what fucking gas station do you go to? 
<laughs> Sheets is legitimately the classiest place I've ever been in. You're going to a gas station that has a goddamn maitre d' in it. <laughs> you the guy handing you towels after you take a piss. I did grow up in, in Charlton Heights here, which was, you know, but we were a little bit more ritzy than the boomer kids. That is true. Yeah, it's, that's, that's, that's really true. Yeah. Fucking American Gladiator. Hot dogs. Um, hot dogs. I like hot dogs a lot. You, you know what I'm happy about American Gladiators for? It gave birth to Guts. Yeah. yeah. Guts. And yep. then the other one, Wild and Crazy Kids was kind of in the same category. Wild and Crazy Kids was like a show. They just started filming kids at summer camp. And they were like, let's do this. And then all of a sudden they're like. That sounds yeah. terrible out of context. Yeah. Th- then all of a sudden they were like, they were like, <laughs> fuck it. Make them do this. And then like there's What Would You Do, which is kind of like a precursor to Fear Factor. What right. about Wipeout? John Hanson was on Wipeout. I don't remember that one. That's, that's a good one. Wipeout XL, or you can catch that on Pop TV sometimes. No, I thought rooms. John Hanson was but, pretty good. He but, is good. I think that's a good show. Period. But yeah. back to guts, though. I would fucking crush the aggro crag. Even today, I could get through that aggro crag in like thirty seconds. There's not that Ninja Warrior and shit like that. Like that. There's no way I could do nope. any of that. Shit. Nope. Nope. I mean, that fog wouldn't even phase me. Right. Would you would you make it would you make it to hit all three of the buzzers? Well, that's a problem. I, I'm, I'm like you know sometimes I pass over like you know the, the important details, so I might like think that I hit the buzzer and then right. move on and then have to come back. But I'd yeah. probably still beat the other kid because I was that badass when I was 13. <laughs> I like John's arrogance about being 13. <laughs> 13 year old John Strutton was a bad mofo. <laughs> I would have I would have beaten that that 12 year old girl that I was competing against as a 13 year old boy <laughs> right <laughs> I remember they had a celebrity uh, double dare one time and uh, Punky Brewster had come on and they had neglected to think about when she when she went through puberty and her tits were enormous. <laughs> right. So oh, she was running around. Say, they were hitting her in the face. Punky like Brewster was, grew a pair, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah, boy. And, <laughs> and like, I don't think they just you know the guys on the they were like, oh, her tits got so we, big she we got can't. spina bifida. <laughs> she had a reduction. It's a sin against nature. Yeah, but did but did she die? Slap in the face of God. <laughs> <laughs> she it's didn't like, die. I haven't seen the old Soleil Moon Fry. She was in. She was in an episode of Friends. She played Joey's girlfriend who liked to punch everybody. Chuck, we what? said we haven't seen her recently, and you noted a show that went off twelve fucking years ago. I'm just saying that's relatively recently. It is relatively recently, oh, well, I suppose. Excuse fucking me. I'm going to give uh, Slim and Fry a quick goog. So I'll just call her. <laughs> this, I would be, I would be so mad <laughs> if you had Slim and Fry's fucking telephone number. Slim and Fry, yeah. Bronco Swanson here. How, how you doing? <laughs> how the fuck do you spell Slim? S O L I E I. Oh, there it is. Boom. Slim. She's good looking Son of a bitch I'm in Can you use it in a sentence? I'm all the way in I don't think that picture is real Country of origin? I don't think think that's real Well let me see it Mm, I don't know That's totally real Is it? It's in black and white It has to be They didn't have photoshop in the 80s It's in black and white She's tremendous Fantastic Call me I'm gonna call Sweet her up. Bronco Swanson here. How you doing, baby? <laughs> Is Bronco Swanson one of your many characters? Killed all the characters except for Bronco Swanson. <laughs> no more uh, Johnny Bottom Line? I, Johnny Bottom Line has sold anything. Bronco Swanson is the new and improved Johnny Bottom <laughs> Line. Uh, who, who was uh, uh, Chet? 
<laughs> Cleet? Yeah, Cleet, Cleet Sanderson. Sanderson. <laughs> Wasn't he on the inside of the Oregon bird sanctuary? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's the only guy we could get a hold of. <laughs> Did I mention I'm wearing a cowboy hat? <laughs> Elena asked a question and I said, Who? Yeah, I was like, What's that? Was that you asking what I wanted on my sandwich? <laughs> who the hell gave you a microphone? He just said a name I don't remember. Yeah. I, who? That's, that's Alan? Yeah, back in the day. Alan. Hmm. Alan somebody? Yeah. <laughs> Alan, Alan Smith Project? Is that a band? Could it be. Alan Watts? Sebastian Bachman Turner. I saw there. his lips move, but I didn't hear anything. Your headphones are bad. Fuck. Um, I'm trying to think of a favorite thing of mine. Um, shit, I don't know. I watched pretty much all of the Jessica Jones series over the weekend. Did you? It's pretty decent. I like that. I can't can't get into can't get into the Jessica Jones tribe. I like. She's I mean, Spider Woman, I believe. Really? Yeah. You're gonna make her Spider Woman. Spider Woman was a strange character. Doesn't she? Like she had all kinds. Of, she could fly, and she had like super, like really but, major superhuman but wait, strength. Why, it's weird. Well, like she, she already has powers. Why would she become Spider Woman? I don't get it. Dude, the Marvel kind of. I don't know. They just kind of threw some shit out there. I mean, they because basically, basically her powers now are just like she's super strong and she has a shitty attitude, which I'm into. Yeah. But, well, I mean, yeah, that's true. Marvel is the company that gave us Gwenpool, so I mean, yeah, that was a rough one. Yeah. Let's get into that fucking um, Gwen Stacy Deadpool. Um, no, it wasn't Gwen Stacy. Was it not Gwen Stacy? No, it's a t- it's totally everything. I I thought that at first, and if you go Google it, it's not. It's not Gwen Stacy. Hmm. It's uh like a, it's a totally independent character. For all of you who don't know, Gwen Stacy was a Spider Man uh, romantic interest. Yeah, yeah it was not doesn't she become Spider Woman at one point? She died like early. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, what- but every time a new artist and director gets a hold of the series, everybody's back. Well, I know, but that was like one of, the f- one of the, at first one of the few deaths, that, actual deaths they had in comic books because he's fighting the Green Goblin, and he's an underrated villain, by the way. Yeah, he, he really is. is. He it was is. a really cool villain. And then they had the Hobgoblin. They had a bunch of cool ones like that. But uh, she gets knocked off a bridge, and Spider Man, not thinking, throws a web out to catch her when her catches her foot, and when she. Gets to the end of it, bang! It snaps her yeah, neck. Snaps her neck. Her. So and it's they, actually his fault. Th- they actually in the third Spider Man, they did it with Mary Jane. Oh, did they? She got killed. Yeah, it, it, it the him him and uh, somebody are up in a clock tower fighting, and she gets knocked off, and he and he catches her literally that far from the ground, but he catches her like in the like around like a harness. Yeah, but it it's uh it's Emma Stone, and it boom snaps her neck. You know, um, I couldn't watch those. I, I tried. I don't give a shit about Spider Man uh, if Craven's not around. So Craven was a great, it was Craven a great the, fucking. Craven villain. is they the most underrated fucking villain. Craven the Hunter was Spider Man. Awesome. Period. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever seen him. So he's he's I'm one not, of my favorite. He, he actually has the saddest story arc I've ever seen too. Really and bad. and you know what I'm talking about too when he he kills Spider Man and takes his suit. And he goes, out, and then all of a sudden, just one day, he realizes there's no purpose for him, so he kills himself. Yeah, oh, I'm like, Jesus. God damn, dude. Ugh. There, there was Spider Man got dark because there was at one point there was like five Spider Man titles at once. There was Web of Spider Man, The Amazing Spider Man, Spider Man. Like there was a bunch. The Uncanny Spider Man light. <laughs> yeah, that was X Men. The Uncanny uh, X Men. But um, Peter Parker Spider Man. That was another one. And uh, they had this one villain. Called the Sin Eater. And this guy was a nut. He would, I mean, he would kill people with a shotgun. It was violent as fuck. It, it was so much that I don't think even Frank Miller liked it. He was like, he was like that's really <laughs> fucking violent. Because the guy was a religious nut. 
and he would go out and kill people with a shotgun, and Spider-Man was trying to stop him. Yeah. And some of those titles were so odd. Web, Web of Spider-Man was really trippy. Like, it had a bunch of strange story arcs, and nobody really knew what was going. And none of they none of them were related to each other. Like, they were five different continuities. Yeah. So it's confusing. Yeah, and that's what they like. And but they're doing that that again, except now they're doing it with the X Men. You got X Men Gold, X Men Blue, all this stuff, and they all each have a different story, and it's really cool because it's just different interpretations of what yeah. the character should be. I love that. Hmm. DC was doing that recently with uh, with this thing called Steel, where they were just going through all these different characters and tweaking them some and and it, from and different it, realities. It was and really then they decided neat. to make another movie and shot it all to hell. <laughs> I liked yeah. it. Yeah. They're not great, but they can save them. They can save those the DC extended. Uh, I don't know. I, th- I think that and we talked about this the other day at the bar. I think the only way DC can pull the, or they can write the ship is when Marvel moves to the, the the new frontier where they don't have Iron Man, they don't have Captain America, they don't have Thor. I'm kind of nervous about that. Actually, I'm nervous about it too. Because we've been fucking spoiled, and it's like I said the last time. It I has been f- pretty fucking tremendous. And then the wasp apparently is fucking great. It comes as well. out Friday. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the last time I was here. You know, we hadn't made it to Infinity War yet, and I said I was like, after we get to Infinity War Part Two, what the fuck do we do? It's like because that's what we've been building to for the last ten years, and all of a sudden we go, oh, well, we got to start over. We don't want to fucking. You know start what I think over. they're gonna do? It's fucking over. Go home. You know what I think they're gonna do? Actually, I think they're going to include the X Men in the new continuity. I think they finally got the property. Well, they fucking have to. They're gonna to. recast, and then they're gonna start using them for stuff. That would be are, awesome. Are, are you thinking they'll recast the X Men or recast recast the X Men? Okay, I was gonna say Hugh Jackman won't do it anymore. Well, actually, there's a couple instances where he says he will, um, but. Uh, He's too old now. Well, he's he's not too old. If I think he's great, dude. Don't get me wrong. But no, what I'm saying is he's there. Are a couple instances where he said he'd come back for this or that mm-hmm. or whatever. But it's got to be, you know, what he wants to do. Um, I thought you were trying to say they'll recast Tony Stark and the rest. I was like, oh, you can't do that. Yeah, you can't. You literally can't because no matter what anybody says, Robert Downey Jr. is the he's the one that unlocked the door to. Great actors wanting to be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, he's a linchpin for the whole thing. If yeah, you, he is. He is the linchpin for the Marvel Universe. Yeah, I don't care what anybody because, says. Because up and because up until Iron Man, Marvel movies were hit and miss all over. You know, fucking Ghost Rider was fucking terrible. Oh god. Uh, you know, the first X Men was good. The second X Men was, was really good. Ah, third one was awful. Th- third one's awful because of how many rewrites it went through. Fucking, you know, just. They didn't know where they were, but all of a sudden they got Iron Man and Iron Man did big money and they were like, well, if we do this, blah, blah, we can link it to this and then we go here and we do this and blah, blah. And the second Fantastic Four movie is absolute shit well, the with first the Silver Surfer. The first one's not bad for the time period it's done in. Well, here's the thing. I've always said this about the Fantastic Four. A, no rubber suit. If you're going to have the thing, got to be a CGI character. Fuck all that. You have to do that. Um, we're just hire Brock Lesnar. God. He needs to be Rhino. He actually does look like Rhino. <laughs> Just get him in a big goofy gray suit, and he'll yeah. look exactly like him. Um, I don't know, man. I, I just think the Marvel Universe. This new thing with the the real testing point is going to be if Captain Marvel, if she can really pull it off, right? As Captain Marvel, you've got all kind. Adam Warlock. They're going to bring out Adam Warlock. They've already mentioned him. Yeah. So 
Uh, yeah, I, I was. They didn't know what I was talking about because I was it when we were watching that movie. I slapped him yeah, on the yeah, arm. Told, I'm like, it's Adam me. Warlock. It's Adam Warlock. And you're like, who? Well, that's uh, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know, but at the end of one of the X Men movies, it's either X Men Three or whatever the one that isn't Days of Future Past. Um, I want to say it's X Men Three, but in one of the cutscenes. There's a bunch of people loading up stuff from one of the labs they have, and they literally make a nod to Mister Sinister. I saw. I remember he saying that because it was supposed to open something that didn't happen. Yeah, and yeah. then that all went to shit. And I was like, "You're like that's gone." I was like, "But at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy two, you have mentioned Adam Warlock, so like that's fucking canon right now. Yeah, it's gotta, it's gotta. So happen. that's gotta happen. You're literally laying. And the there's so much cool stuff they can do two. with that. They can do the they, Magus. They can do. You know, they can I mean? make. They could just drop everything else and make Guardians of the Galaxy movies every couple of years, and I'd be like, "That's all right." Yeah, let's, yeah let's go. I would too. There's so I much like Cap and everybody. But oh yeah, there's so much good. Yeah. <laughs> God, Guardians of the Galaxy are great. It's so fucking yeah. funny, and they're so much fun. I mean, it's just that, that's James Gunn, right? Yeah. You ever James seen Super? Yeah. That's a good fucking movie. It's his. That's his his first superhero movie. Super. Yeah. It's okay. Rain Wilson, Ellen Page. He's a. Uh, Rain Wilson plays a guy who wants to be a superhero, so he just he's a vigilante. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he has no powers. He's just a dude with a bat. He's got a bat, and I think he's got like nails sticking out of it or some shit. Yeah. And it's fucking dark. It's I'd like to see dark. that. Uh, it's, it's it's on what, Netflix and everything, I'm pretty sure. It's what uh it's what Kick Ass Two should have been. Yeah. Like, because Kick Ass 2 had all the potential to I be liked really Kick good. Ass. I'm not saying it, the first one's great. Second one's meh. Yeah, you're right. I mean, the second um, one is good. The first yeah. one had Nicolas Cage's best performance in 20 years, I would say. Yes. One of his best performances ever. Yeah. You're talking about just the scene where he's burning alive, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> best scene since Bad Lieutenant, which, why would they make a sequel of that without Harvey <laughs> Cottell? Oh, I mean, you mean Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, <laughs> New Orleans. <laughs> terrible. What the fuck were they thinking? Make this, let's make this money. Convoluted. No, they weren't. It's they knew ex- that wasn't going to sell. It's exactly like <laughs> yesterday. I'm, I'm I'm down at the gym yesterday with some people, and we're talking about Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. They had all seen it before I did. I went to see it. They're like, "Did you did you like it?" I said, "I liked it, but I understand why you guys don't." I was like, "I I can see, you know, the downfall to it." So somebody said, "Why would they make that?" I said, "Because." Sequels don't lose money until the last one. If they make another one, then the the one before it made enough money to make another one. I was like, they're going to make another one, right? They're going to make. If those- they're turning a profit, they're going to, you know. Yeah. yeah, that's that's why Jaws got four fucking sequels. You know, Do you ever even, see any of those? Even the one where fucking one. Jaws two was actually not awful. J- it wasn't good. J- but hold on, J- Jaws two is where it's still Keith Chief Brody. Yeah, mm-hmm. but Brody has to go out. The kids are stranded, right? Yes, and it, and it's with the wire at the end. Yes. Yeah, open wide, you son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Jaws three, three D. It was okay. That was three D. Yeah. Is Jaws four the one with is the revenge? That and that's the one with Michael Caine, right? Yes. Okay, so Jaws three is where they're in the Sea World esque park. Yes. And uh, <laughs> the shark is gigantic. Yeah. And crashes it, uh, through the dome. Isn't it fucking Lou Gossett Jr. Yes, in it, it is. Yeah. And, okay. and uh, Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Had to get all my Jaws stuff straight there. That'd been better uh, if it was Randy Quaid though, right? Like today's Randy Quaid. Absolutely. I feel like today's... <laughs> Anything's better with Randy, today's Randy Quaid. I feel like today's Randy Quaid would be better in all of his roles with the exception... <laughs> of Independence Day. No, with the exception <laughs> of 
Well, maybe Independence Day, because instead of being like ready to save the planet, he'd just be like, I told you they were coming to get rid of this tax system. (laughs) (laughs) But if you just didn't have him in Christmas Vacation and all that, like I still need regular Randy Quaid there to go against Clark Griswold. (laughs) But every other Randy Quaid role ever put bearded Canadian refugee Randy Quaid in there and I'll fucking pay to watch it. Have you ever seen The Room? The, the the movie? No. Oh, you need to see The Room. I'm going to try to indoctrinate as many people as I possibly can. Which one is that? I've seen Anything it. for my princess. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen Panic Room. Uh, well, that's good. That's a... Uh, you know what would be great? Panic Room with Toby Wise. Oh, my head. God. Are you kidding me? <laughs> the guys break in and... Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that is that the one that they made the movie disaster? About, uh, yeah, yes. I don't, I don't, I don't want anything. It's to do fucking with hilarious, dude. Oh my god, god it's funny. Care. I can't handle him. Hey, doggy. Oh, I can't handle him as a real doggy. person. <laughs> he has a fucking soundboard. <laughs> soundboard of yeah, it. I love it. So I can't. Much. I can't do it. I saw him. He did a video for like College Humor, and it was him auditioning to be the Joker. Yes. And I just sat like, as as the group I was with watched it, I just sat in the back like, Jesus Christ, why is he alive? <laughs> you need to see this. Because he's great. It's, fucking, no, he's it's on YouTube for free. It I, is, I can't find it, it anymore. Oh, they might have taken it off. They might have. I tried to find it the other day because I used to watch it and go to sleep. Because it was how the fuck could you sleep through that? You need to analyze every goddamn frame. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> because it's why funny. are they wearing tuxes? Where did his beard go? <laughs> why are they throwing the football for no apparent reason? Badly, <laughs> John. I feel like you would love this. Does movie. she lo- does she love him or hate him? Because she can't seem to make up her mind. <laughs> <laughs> why is she so nonchalant about cancer? <laughs> Well, the doctor told me the other day, I definitely have breast cancer. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, you guys really need to see it. If I could it's invent a time machine. That's, that's my kind of humor. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious, It dude. is so poorly oh, it's so it, awful. It's goddamn near genius. They had green screens for sure. They didn't green screens. Like the best line on the disaster artist is Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen saying, um, we're filming the alleyway. Why don't we just film in the alley? This is a set. Because <laughs> it is not movie. <laughs> I make movies. Good enough. <laughs> I, do, I, I, I do like in the Disaster Artist, the pieces I've seen of it, it of course, in the preview, where he keeps trying to bust through and he messes up the line. And finally, at one point, <laughs> the entire crew knows the line. <laughs> I did not do it. I yeah, it wasn't me. I did not do it. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did, did not. not. Oh, hi, Mark. Then it goes one half second later to oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> In oh, hi, Danny. Oh, hi, Danny. Oh, hi, Danny. Oh, hi, Danny. Or that guy. Uh, another thing about that movie is every... Every one of his lines is overdubbed in post production because he's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh God, it's so bad. If I had a time machine, I would go back in time and let this table of people sit and steal the gimmick of Mystery Science Theater for movies like that. Oh God, yeah, we, we, that's we another did, favorite thing. We Have did you, do that once. We watched Roadhouse. Me and Chuck we did. And, and right, we put it up as a podcast. It was good. I thought it was pretty fun. Yeah, we. I mean, there were stretches where we were quiet because, you know, in awe of whoever directed that's talent, 
Uh, <laughs> that movie is so good. I love it, so but it's good. so shitty so as fuck. Good. Well, I had an idea of, a few years ago to uh, Mystery Science Theater old crappy wrestling, and then the Scar Brothers already did that. Well, also world famous flea market on YouTube. Yeah. It's like a whole channel of of them doing it to wrestling, and I'm like, oh man, that'd been fun. <laughs> Um, have you did, have you watched the new Mystery Science Theater 2000? Yeah, I've watched almost all of them. It's, a, it's not bad. I love it. I like I think, Jonah. I like Starcraft Jonah. is the best one. We That's, went, me and my boy Aaron and uh, this girl Chelsea went and saw the uh, like the simulcast of when they did the thing out in the theater in Minneapolis. Nitro's movie theater showed it, mm-hmm. and we went and watched it. And... Uh, they they did live readings on certain things, you know, and all that. But at the end, they played uh, they played Dancing with Death, which was a safety video for heavy equipment. <laughs> and me, it's sitting in like the second row back. It's a packed theater in the second row back. Me, Chelsea, then Aaron, and the entire theater except for Chelsea. When it's like Dances with Death, we're all like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> scared the shit out of Chelsea. <laughs> like she literally jumped out of her chair. And I was like, have you never seen them do this? Like, sit down, it's amazing. And fucking the whole thing. She was like just leaning up, watching it, laughing. I was like, yeah, it's I, probably I the best one they've tracks. Done. Have you watched that one? I've that, tried. I, is it not as good? I don't know. I mean it's it's uh Mike, wasn't it? The second have you, have it was you, Mike and it was uh the original I don't know if Trace Bolio is in it, who played Crow, but I know that Kevin Murphy's in it, who played Tom, Tom Servo. Servo. Yeah. So I don't know. You know, I, Tom Servo was one of the best ones about the old show. I mean, it was, I, oh, I, I was I always loved Crow. Yeah. I thought Crow was Trace Bolio was great. Yeah, you ever just, uh, get into Mystery Science Theater, John? I mean, I watched it. You like it? Some of it. Hit or miss. <laughs> it's hit or miss for me. Yeah, because back then they literally improvised my, my my favorite things they would do was anytime i turn it on and it was a gamera movie <laughs> i was like oh i have to stay up and watch all of this i loved gamera so the gamera the gamers were great my favorite one i bought a few of my favorite ones yeah, uh, uh ring of terror it's great catalina oh, caper side hackers. side hackers side hackers we said i don't think I've that's the first it, time you I've watched it four times now I, I i don't think he'd seen it before and i i described it i hadn't and i was just like we're gonna watch this and i chose side hackers like that's got to be the one we sat down and watched that rowan fucking shit oh god well the movie itself is just like what in the goddamn fuck kind of shit, town is right? this <laughs> it's like in karate kid how like karate's like the most Awesome thing you in can town, do. Like, yeah. what, is, what is this town where karate is this important to these motherfuckers? Yeah. <laughs> 30 years later, Daniel LaRusso, if, I don't know if you've seen uh, Cobra, Kai. Cobra Kai. It's fucking excellent. <laughs> but <laughs> what is this town? In, in this whatever fucking universe they're in, these motorcycles with little fucking sidecars on the side where a guy rides with you and, and leans into the curb. Like, what kind of a sport is this? Did this really exist? Well, you know who's in it? Michael Pataki. Hell yeah! <laughs> Plays a villain, JC. Of course he's he does. Just fucking, he's just terrible because he's he's always awful at everything he's in. My, oh, he doesn't understand overacting. He's just what, one of one of my favorite ones they ever did. I don't know the name of it, but it was this idea that these American astronauts got stranded on a planet where the aliens. Uh, knew all about American culture because they were siding with the Russians in the Cold War. <laughs> and like right when the American ship crashes and they're getting they're getting out, 
an alien starts to approach him, and there's like <clears throat> the captain, and then there's like you know the engineer, then there's the female astronaut, and the captain literally goes, "Stand back, I'll handle this." <laughs> And it's just a really slow, long, like a, a long, slow paced shot of the alien because, it, like, it's got the cloak down where you can't see its feet. So it's just kind of like hovering towards him. And the captain leans up to talk, and as soon as he does, Tom Servo goes, Guten Tag, cigarette. <laughs> and I just started cracking up laughing at that. I'd always crack up anytime Tom Servo would fly, or was it Crow? Anytime something was happening, he'd just jump up and kiss whoever's on the screen or yeah, that's any scrum. kind of interaction with whoever's on the screen. Uh, sometimes Joel would, uh, he'd say one time he straightened the guy's tie and <laughs> smacked him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, it's just proof positive though, that I'll laugh at the dumbest shit. It, when, when something's purposely funny, like I'll laugh. I'll laugh with the whole group. But there'll be jokes and things that I'm the only one that laughs at. And I have to check my mental health sometimes. <laughs> like, like a prime example of it is uh, Chuck knows Alicia. When I dated Alicia years ago, she was obsessed. With I John. know Alicia. Okay, she was obsessed with John Cena. So when the so movie she decided to become him, yeah, basically. Um, so when, <laughs> so well, I mean, you know, that, that baby made of roids. Um, <laughs> anyway, so we had to go see the Marine. Yeah, no, 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 no. This is this is basic thugonomics, John Cena. Oh no, excuse yeah. me. Yeah, pardon, pardon. Oh Jesus, where do I find that? You keep going. I'll find okay. It. <laughs> so we had to go see the Marine, and in the Marine, the ba- the main bad guy is uh, Robert Patrick, played T one thousand. Okay, glad we're all on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, that that John Cena. That's prime John Cena right there. Word life. Is that when he first came out? This so, is basic thugonomics. Word life. What is he supposed to be like? John Cena? I mean, uh, like uh, Mark Wahlberg? Is that what his basically what it is? Basically. That's what it was for years. Big strong guy, I guess. Yeah. You guys ever, you guys ever, listen, to, you guys ever listen to Froggy Fresh? Actually, uh, some friends of mine performed with him at the V Club recently. Krispy Kreme. Yeah, I went down and saw him. Sometimes he raps about John Cena action figures. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really good. It's forget- Froggy Fresh. You you, should- you, do you know why he had to quit calling himself Krispy Kreme? Because Krispy Kreme flat slapped a lawsuit on Krispy Kreme was like, please stop calling yourself that. <laughs> Is he a dirty rapper? No, he's, no, he's a, a kid. He's oh. not a. He's not. I don't know if he's a kid now or even when he was. Well, when he started, he was like his, seventeen. Well, yeah, but his persona is very much like almost like a like a challenge kid. But I don't. Yeah. I don't think it's real. I don't. I don't think it is either. Because he does real rap too. He yeah. has serious rap too. But Froggy Fresh, you should. You should put, yeah, Froggy Fresh. You should come out to that. I can't believe you haven't seen. You yeah, I haven't shared that with you. I am the baddest, baddest of them, them all. all. <laughs> Can I get a? The baddest would that be one? I should- anything, oh yeah! Oh yeah! Anything. Oh no! I've seen this guy. Yeah. Yeah, this guy's tremendous. I saw him on Tosh once, I think. Yeah, it's kind of old news, but it's still great. Back oh, yeah. up in this. Y'all already Sounds know. Like, uh, Andy Milanakis. Am the baddest of them all. If you ain't about money, then I don't mess with y'all. Y'all think I don't get girls? Cause I ain't very tall. If she see my stacks, I bet you that she calls. You know that I. Am the baddest of them all. 
If you ain't about money, then I don't mess He's got snot dripping down his nose. Girls, cause I ain't burnt tall. And she see my stacks. I bet you that she calls. I had to fight my whole life. I could beat you up even if you had 1,000 knives. Even if you had infinity knives. I would punch you up into the air like a kite. With the night light, cause you're scared of the dark. Cause you stink like a fart. Well, I like your fart with my rounds. You think I won't? I do it all the time. I bet I got more yeah. money than Jay-Z. That's tremendous. He's great. Compared to me, Jay-Z. But, uh, so, like, we had to go see the Marine, right? Like, had to go see it. Robert Patrick's the bad guy. There's a scene, you know, after they've kidnapped John Cena's girlfriend, nameless woman number one. <laughs> They're all in this Tahoe shooting at him. They're at a gas station. They shot a cop somehow. I don't know. John Cena jumps into the cop car, which is a Camaro, by the way. Neat. Yeah. Takes off, starts chasing them. They have a full arsenal of automatic weapons. They're on a two-lane road. <laughs> they shoot the car so much, the light bar goes off, the fucking hood comes off, the front clip comes off, um, the windshield shatters. They, I'm pretty sure they shoot a rocket launcher at him at one point. <laughs> And he just throws a bulletproof vest up in front of himself. And it like goes out. Vince McMahon wrote this movie. Right. Vince McMahon wrote this movie while he was on cocaine. I love it. But Robert Patrick is driving and he goes, Jesus Christ, would somebody just kill that guy? One of the assorted bad guys in the car turns around and goes, we're trying. It's like trying to kill the Terminator. Robert Patrick looks up in the rear view and just glares at him. It's a little inside joke, a <laughs> yeah. little nod. I'm in a theater with my then girlfriend and 80 plus players from the West Virginia State College uh, basketball and football teams. Nobody laughs but me. And I mean, I laughed hard. And Alicia goes, why are you laughing? I said, because that's funny. She said, nobody else laughed. And I screamed, then none of them fucking get it. <laughs> Like, I laugh at the dumbest shit. The funniest thing in the first Deadpool movie is when they're rounding up all the guns. Al comes in with a weapon, and he goes, Easy there, Ronnie Millsap. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking died laughing at that. <sighs> and I still, this day, I claim the funniest thing Family Guy's ever done. It was actually on last night. There's an episode where they get Quagmire fired from being a pilot. And I they, have, that they have to get him back into the airline. So they cook up this scheme that they'll they'll drug the pilots. Quagmire will be on the plane. He'll save the day. So Peter's explaining the plan, and he goes, Cleveland, you'll cause a distraction. And the distraction is in the airport. Cleveland's on a bunch of hay bales, and all the securities <laughs> around him clapping because Cleveland is just playing a violin. Like, <laughs> And all the security team is like fucking dancing. That was an early episode. Yeah, that's like the third or fourth season. Yeah. I fucking die laughing. Like, like, I turned the TV on last night when I got home, and I realized what episode it was. I was like, oh, God, here it comes. And I fucking had to get ready for it. Like, it's family guy. I mean, it's hit and miss nowadays, but still, every now and then, it just fucking makes yeah. me laugh like a it's, motherfucker. Family guy, for me, has to, like, I, I feel bad for him because- that's the show they're always going to renew. They're going to renew that show until literally the ratings are in the toilet. 
You know, like and everybody's going to still watch. It. Yeah, and they're all going to still watch it. But like to get a laugh out of me with the awful sense of humor I have, they have to literally reach so far out nowadays. And I'm like, oh man, y'all, it's not pushing the envelope. It's we have to like make fun of everything you could ever think of. And I'm like, oh, this is. I should really evaluate myself. You know what time it is? <laughs> if, I'm bridge taker. If you have a five gallon bucket for an urn over there, <laughs> De- demonstrate to me how he did that again. That's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I don't have a bucket. <laughs> you just, I'm bridge taker. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, this see. is a segment we call the Umbridge Taker. Okay, I've got a good one this week. Oh boy. Tell us with what you take umbrage this week. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, religious people. Because a guy I was working with literally looked at me and said, we have too much freedom. We have too much choice. We're too corrupt to do anything properly. And... Old Chuck would have been more okay with that, but new libertarian Chuck, because we were having that conversation, he did not like that whatsoever. Because I said all he done turned. <laughs> you know, I said all drugs should be legal. <laughs> we got it. And he's like, oh, imagine all the choices you have then. Which drug you want to do? Oh yeah. I mean, oh god, that'd be worse than flipping through Netflix. Oh, and, the, and the, one of the worst things he didn't like is what I said. I said, "What is my in my pockets is mine. That is not anybody's business but mine." And he just. He had such a hard time with it. And then he brought religion into it, saying that, you know, we were given choice, but not the right to do things. I'm just like, how the fuck can you go through life like this, believing that you have choice, but not the right to do anything? Because there's some guy sitting on a cloud dictating to you what you f- should fucking be doing. It's like, thank God I don't have to live that way. Thank God. And that's another thing that has become a, uh, that should have been included in favorite things. My daughter is now, she's heavily agnostic. I mean, if not atheist. And <laughs> we were driving down the road and there's that sign up in Kanawha City. It says, Problems? Jesus can help. And the guy's leaning up against the wall. And Andy's like, look at that guy, Dad. He's like, he's really got some problems, but Jesus is going to help him. <laughs> and she just said it in such a tone, I was rolling laughing. So. Damn near wrecked the car. Yeah. It was. Damn near took us to meet Jesus. Then he wouldn't have been able to help that guy. Wouldn't have you felt like a shithead, Annie? <laughs> but um, I, I just, I, I take homage to a belief system. That tells me that I don't have the right to do anything not approved by some book. And I wanted to say that so bad. I wanted to say, I don't want some cheerless desert religion from 2000 fucking years ago telling me how to live my life. But the thing is, the book, that book doesn't even, doesn't even forbid it most of the things that, that would come up. You know, there's not, it doesn't specifically say anything about. Most of the most of the things that 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 would come up in that discussion, right? Well, like, well, what does it forbid other than you know? But but what I'm saying is is that the Christian, you know, the, the religious mindset is that oh well, you know, if you're a Christian, you know, drinking is bad or, or all these things are bad that the Bi- sex. Bible doesn't yeah. say shit about. No, it doesn't. 
But that's the thing too. It's they have so little understanding of their own religion. Like I, I got into a massive argument saying, and I, it was a joke I made, saying, you know, uh, your religion is boring. All the desert religions are boring. And I was like, and how I illustrate that is they had zero holidays. They had to go to the pagans who were just having fun and take all their fucking holidays and slap new names on them and say, these are ours now because they weren't getting any, nobody, there were no takers. Like they were coming to all these groups of pagans. Hey, you want to come with us? Well, what do we get? Well, guilt, (laughs) sky cake, (laughs) Mm. Um, righteousness, baklava. And mm. the pagans already walked away saying, fuck that. And they were at their fucking, at their festival fucking each other and Pag- drinking and having, pagans a, don't, having a fine time. Pagans don't walk. They ride their motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, then the, then the Christians, the, the Christian people got together or whoever and said, we've really got to change this. Here's what we'll do. You see that festival they're over there having where they're all having a great time? We'll just yank that up from beneath or underneath them and slap a new name on it. And then that could be our thing. And that's what they did. And take all the fun out of it. Exactly. Well... Some. I mean, Halloween is still pretty much... Well, no. The the original Halloween's were not necessarily always fun, but... <laughs> All depends on what end of the Duncan well, booth you were on. Yeah. Or what end of the uh, sacrificial knife. But um, that's the whole basis for... Um, remember we were talking about Season of the Witch? Those people were Irish pagans. And that's the whole subtext. What's your, what's your feeling about Halloween 2? Or was it 3? Season of the Witch. That's one of Buster Rhymes in it. God, I wish that was Buster Rhymes. That would have made it so much better. <laughs> yeah. Because because Buster Rhymes beat Mike Michael Myers. Okay, I don't give a shit. LL Cool J almost did. Buster Rhymes beat him. Buster Rhymes beat Michael Myers so bad he dressed up as Michael Myers, stared him down, called him a jackass, and told him to go away. How the fuck they gonna think I'm Michael Myers if there's two of us in here, Jimmy? <laughs> Go the fuck back to the truck. That's a bad Buster Rhymes impression. That's pretty. If I had dreadlocks, it'd look better. <laughs> you could always get one of those hats. It's true. Go to, Shubba! Go to Spencer's. Is that, is that still a thing, Spencer's? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is it? Still- Are 19 year old angsty teenagers still a fucking thing? I don't know. That <laughs> fucking market is never going away. Um, Are overpriced sex toys still a thing? Boom. Budget. <laughs> <laughs> Is overpriced anything still a thing? Yeah. Boom, budget. Budget, yeah. That's where I get all my fist does. Yeah. <laughs> it's a edible, dildo un- edible undies. Oh, okay. They've still got the edible remember undies. Remember Borat? With the- <laughs> <laughs> I remember one of the worst quote, most gross quotes from Borat. I started watching it the other day, by the way. So fucking hilarious. And he said, make sure you comb my back pussy. When he's like, <laughs> he's like, got out of the shower. Him and that fucking, that dude he came over here with. Yeah, that weird guy. Yeah, yeah that guy was fucked. Like, <laughs> <sighs> Disco dance. <laughs> Showed all the things he liked to do. Have romance explosion all over her stomach. Still, to this day, one of the best things Sasha Baron Cohen's ever done was straight Dave's. Uh, MMA fights. Oh God! And uh, what was the name of that one? I think that's Bruno. Yeah, it? Bruno. Yeah. <laughs> I'm straight, Dave, and all these fights are blah blah. All of a sudden, queer. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> it's like they're really gonna fight. Then I'll say, start making out. The best thing is that old woman. No, freaking out. <laughs> I'm in that? a I'm in an adult kickball league, by the way. Oh, really? I probably should have said that earlier. Let's so hear about that. All right, not really all that great. I just wanted to let you know where my life was. 
That sounds, that sounds great. That sounds when like when did they fun. meet? <laughs> <laughs> they, had, they had one down Carolina Beach. Oh, did they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a, there's a bunch of teams that play right now. Uh, I'm in the Tuesday night league, but we don't have one this week because of Fourth of July. But there's Tuesday teams, there's Thursday teams, and they play at Laidley Field or Shawnee Park. And then uh, on the 28th of this month, all 24 teams show up for either – the winner's, the winner's bracket or the consolation bracket. <laughs> Top 12 go to win a big trophy. Bottom 12 go in the consolation bracket and get a participation trophy, I guess. But uh, my team went in the first, the first fucking day we had to play a doubleheader. We played the team that won last year. And we played the team that has been in it all 11 years without losing or gaining a member. We got murdered so much so that we were willing to fight the umpire (laughs) because nobody read the rules. We just were like, oh, we're all having fun. And then all of a sudden we saw the other team in there like having a fucking team meeting. Stretching. Yeah, they were stretching and shit. We were like, oh, this is going to suck. They've all got... They've all got like 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 uh, warm up suits on that are all yeah. sparkly. They're in the corner oh, playing they pepper. Were, they're, they're smoking, drinking a beer. What the? No, fuck? That, that's that's legitimately like we're sitting in the fucking stands, not stretching. We're drinking Labatt Blues. One guy's smoking Marlboro Reds. <laughs> the other team is on Laidley Field in front of Capital High's football doing team. Calisthenics. Not doing calisthenics. Doing like that Samoan warrior. Oh, they're doing the haka. Doing a haka. Yeah. Oh my god. And I was like, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> and then I found out really fast that half my team was there to have fun and half my team was there to win. And I knew what side of it I was on. So at the second game of the doubleheader, we just stopped letting certain members of our team go on the field. We were like, no, because you keep hollering, good, good play, guys, good this, good that. Fuck that. We're trying to hurt people. <laughs> so we went 0 2 that day, but now we're 3 and 2. And like we, we there's a, there's another team full of people we know from downtown and we don't play them to the last week of the season but we always see them at the fucking <laughs> the fucking field like we'll play at 6:30 and they'll play at 8:30 so when we're leaving they're coming in and so last week when it was time for them to fucking come in and us leave we were sitting out in the fucking parking lot waiting on them Playing like all the fucking old songs from uh, Longest Yard and shit. Like fucking Thunderstruck and shit. We were just watching them go in. We're up there like stretching. Four weeks, you're mine! Are there any other uh, adult leagues? Is there like an adult pickleball league? Or- there's wiffle, a, wiffle ball? The, the, wiffle ball. I, I don't know if there's wiffle ball. Uh, I do know, though, in the winter, like uh, after Halloween... Like, I think it's like from November 1st to December 10th, they do an adult dodgeball league. That's tremendous. And so we're going to, we're going to try and get in that. But, uh, that would be fun. Yeah. It's, uh, I've, I know some people that have played it, played in the league and they said it's pretty fun. So I, we're, we've decided that we're going to take whoever's still in on this team at the end of the season. A couple of them have quit, which sucks because you could have substitutes, but you had to write them down before the beginning of the season. We didn't write anybody in. So now we're just going out trying to find drunks that look like the ones that quit. <laughs> we've we've pretty much pulled it off. Like we lo- we lost uh, we lost Martin and Justin and uh, this boy named Stephen, and so we replaced them with a guy named Joel, a guy named Tyler, and a guy named Brandon. And Tyler is a machine. Like we put him out there the first day because we had an extra shirt and they weren't checking names. And between me and Tyler and two other guys, we were like MVP and all the way across the baseline. <laughs> like you weren't getting anything into the fucking outfield if we were in the way. <laughs> I haven't played kickball in 
fucking literally hadn't 30 played. Years. I hadn't played it in twenty five years until I stepped on that fucking field. A month it all ago. comes back to you, though. Oh yeah, it all comes back. But the, the, they have fucked up rules that we had to get. Like guys can't bunt. Girls can bunt, but it has to go past a line. Um, you know, typical foul ball deal. But uh, you only get two strikes and three fouls. Like three fouls take a base. If a girl gets uh, or three balls, I should say, not four balls. Um, if you get walked, a guy takes one base, but a girl takes two. Hmm. So if you get walked, a girl can automatically go to second. But if a if a girl's on first and a guy gets walked, that girl has to go to the third. I'm like, why are these rules like this? Isn't this a fucking equal rights society? No, this is <laughs> this is equality. We are putting them two steps ahead so they can be equal at the end. We had a girl on one of the teams the third week we played. Um, somebody said something like their third base coach said, oh, blah, blah, easy out. And she turned right around and looked at me and Tyler and goes, but I wouldn't be an easy out. And she's on third. Okay. So there's only one fucking straight <laughs> line. She's going to go. So. She turned back around and like she was blatantly an athlete, you know. She she was very in shape, had the uh like volleyball player, just the quads and the oh, thighs and all that. God, and yeah. I was like, oh, okay, she thinks she's you know, she's an elite athlete compared to me and this fucking pot smoker over here. <laughs> so she turned like to start watching the fucking kick. I looked at Tyler, and Tyler just looked at me and just fucking did it across his throat. <laughs> <laughs> and so when the guy kicked the ball, I jumped. <laughs> And caught it, threw it to Tyler, and Tyler drilled her right between the shoulder blades. <laughs> and I don't even think I was back on the ground yet, and I just went, out! <laughs> she turned around all defeated. Tyler goes, it's pretty easy. <laughs> and we just trotted back onto our sideline. I was like, God. thank you, Tyler, for being as much of a chauvinist as I fucking am. You're going to play with a man, you're going to get hit like a man. Like a man, whatever. It reminds me of the scene, uh, the snowball fight from Dumb and Dumber. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He really gave it, gave it oh, just want, cranked it. You want a snowball fight, huh? <laughs> oh, shit. I loved it. I'm looking up the Dumb and Dumber snowball fight right now. Makes sense. Once you start to oh goddamn ad in front of us, oh, of course it a is. A lot of people looking up the goddamn Dumb and Dumber snowball fight these days. You bunch of queers, probably. The soundtrack for this film is awesome. It yeah. really was. Fairly Brothers, man. They this song is awesome. Cock and balls. <laughs> Soundtracks were way better in the 90s, right? Oh, yeah. Well, kind of. I, I think it was a little bit cheaper to license music back then. But yeah. Get that look, well, look at that face. Look how his face changes. It looks like Chris Farley whenever they told him it was decaf. Yeah. <laughs> Flavor crystals. Yeah. <laughs> Come on That Lauren Holly though She was a fucking smoke show Like redheads She was just She played a blonde In uh, Dragon the Bruce Lee story She was hot in that too How do you feel about Dragon the Bruce Lee story? Love it It's a great movie Really? Mm-hmm. Not, about, not, not accurate I mean hey, but it's I, how, how, you, how you feel about uh, 
Jason Mimosa playing the crow. You mean Momoa? No, I, Mimosa. <laughs> he, he's an early morning drink. Without he's everything. <laughs> he is. He is everything that thirty-plus-year-old undateable white women want. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Mimosa um, playing the crow. Sure. How do you feel about him not cutting his beard off? Not so good. Yeah, yeah. Not, uh, he just wants to be Cal Drogo in every fucking thing yeah, he does. Yeah, he really does. Yeah. He's going to be speaking Dothraki in it. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to rape. <laughs> yeah, made that joke. And then they brought it up, what, two years later? No, five or six years later. Yeah, and oh, this isn't funny. I made that joke six years ago. <laughs> it wasn't funny then, I guess. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't funny then. That's why I didn't say it again, <laughs> you dumb shits. Jesus Christ. How are you going to get offended at Jason Mimosa? The handsomest man on the planet. You know, one of my favorite things to do on a stand-up open mic was recently when Channing Tatum announced he was getting divorced. I walked in front of a room full of liberal white women and said, ladies, Channing Tatum is available. And they all cheered. And I said, yes, what a better reminder you need to know that no matter how good you think you're doing, you're not good enough for him. <laughs> <laughs> that just remember what I was talking about. Like when I know a crowd likes me, I'll make them not like me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I love to go out and cut heel promos instead of doing real jokes. It's so so fun. <laughs> I just make towns hate me, and then they book me again. I'm like, this isn't how this works. <laughs> um, God damn it! I'm trying to think of something that to talk about. Chuck, you got anything? I'm thinking. There was, there was the tool, the Maynard Keenan. Oh yeah, we never it? really got back to that. <laughs> yeah, we, we just we, we were just like victim blaming, and we just <laughs> moved on to something else. I, I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I don't want to believe it, but Here's it one. seemed like a pretty detailed story. Yeah, I, I don't uh, know if I've ever talked about this before, but um, if when you're a teenager, when you're a teenager and you have uh, a girlfriend, you have sex with them, and then. You grow up and you're 38. Is it weird to go back and think about the girl you've had <laughs> yeah, sex with yeah, that's, in that form? I don't and I also want to remind everybody, this podcast is firmly anti-pedophilia. <laughs> firmly. Firmly anti-pedophilia. They're young butts and they're young. Everything's every, so tight. Everything's so perfectly in place. We're anti-doing stuff to them. Right. But I'm just, is it weird to go back and to think about an experience you had a long time ago. It depends on um, how old you were. Do I need to get was. consent from the person? <laughs> <laughs> I was. We were both underage. You ever had to Snapchat somebody twenty years in the future to be like, "Hey, can I jerk <laughs> off to the memory of you at 17? If you if, if you were both underage, then it's it'd be fine. less weird if she was seventeen, huh? If, if you're both underage, then it's fine. But if you're seventeen and she's sixteen, then you should be hung hmm. for thinking that. I don't know, dude. I'm just joking. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the answer to that question. It's it's, it's very complex. I, I could I'll go home and write a few pages, and um, <laughs> we'll come back next week. Do some research. <laughs> I have to I have to discuss it with some metaphysicians, and, and I'll have an answer for you. Here's a here, I'll, here's, I'll here's, write Ben Shapiro about it. Here's a, here's well, I don't I don't masturbate, so masturbation is a sin against the Lord. <laughs> And um, ah, it's so weird. It's going to be so brilliant. But so you know, isn't that right, shit. Jeff Sessions? In the Netherlands, <laughs> I, think, 
think it, there's like different standards for that. I think in the Netherlands it's like thir- 12 or 13 is not statutory rape. It's co- you can consent. To- That's nuts. Yeah, and it's it's different everywhere you go, and um, well, not really. I mean, it's, it kind of makes sense because you, you know, sexual maturity happens. I think Reading it's actually, age, I think baby. it's actually kind of insane that you reach you reach sexual maturity, and then six years later, you're allowed to have sex. That seems like torture, doesn't it? Yeah, a bit. Because yeah. literally, the only thing you want to do the entire time is stuff your dick into somebody, and we all know, <laughs> right. and we all know what happens when you make a law against something. Really want to really you really want to fucking but do it. it. Exactly. And at the same time, though, like like I understand, you know, I understand the hey, don't fucking till you're this age and everything. I think the idea behind it was to get a little bit of life experience under you, because at that point, when you were fucking twenty, if you didn't already have a a, a spouse and a house. Five you were kids. Uh, you, you were fucking up in. You were fucking up in life. You know, it's a, like if if you didn't have a girl knocked up at twenty one, but that, that that was kind of the idea. It was like, well, you know, wait until you goddamn eighteen, so you know you can be in the workforce and see what the world's like. I think that's a, that was the original idea behind it. Mm-hmm. But shouldn't you want to have more experience prior to that point? Well, no, I, I don't think I don't think the, the government ever wants you to have experience in anything you're fucking doing. Now. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I, I think they kind of get turned off when we know what the fuck we're doing compared to them. Well, I think the I'm, I'm just saying I think the idea behind that law meant well. It just wasn't thought out. That's what I'm. Is saying. it the law to get married or the law to? I mean, because a 16 year old can fuck a 16 year old. Well. Is this frowned upon? What, no, what, what I'm saying is like originally when they like were like Sarah's parents, w- when originally they were like 18s and adults, I think that was the whole thing. It was like you're starting to get life expectancy experience there is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. I, th- I think I think the intention was good. It just isn't. It didn't make it to the paper. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the uh, and there's also they, there's a different age for everything. 16, you can drive. 18, you can be in the military. 21 to drink. 25 to rent a fucking car. Do, do you know? Do you know why 16 was the age they picked you could drive? Um, I'm gonna try to say find something racist to say, but I don't know if I'll be able to. Because <laughs> uh, Asians are better drive. They they can see better. Their eyes. You can't up. even make a proper uh, insult. <laughs> what is going on here? Asians, you're like an Asian, you're like an Asian woman driver. <laughs> oh, I got to go to exit quarter mile across six lanes. Good luck, everybody else. <laughs> what did Bill Burr say? He's like, there's no happy medium. They're sitting in, sitting in, blocking traffic, or they're going 90 miles about Tokyo drifting, breakdancing into the club. <laughs> How does one from the fucking future? <laughs> no, legit. Uh, 16 became the age you could drive because the modernization of towns and shit. We're going through, but the farm kids were still driving the fucking trucks and shit through town at like 12. Yeah. So they were like, no more, no more. <laughs> we don't give a fuck. But they're all, they're better drivers, too. Uh, yeah. They were like, sick, you, you got to be 16 or up to drive in the city. Because like, you know, if you had nine fucking kids, one of them could see over the dash, go to fucking town, take his corn in there. <laughs> you know, and it, they were they were sitting like 12-year-old kids in, and finally the people in town were like, nah, we, nah not anymore. We're fucking... You need to leave your own goddamn house. Come on. Quit sending your fucking kid down here while you're porking your wife for a tenth one. <laughs> We're trying to cure poor polio. Stop it. I've, Treating your vagina like a clown car. Um, there's been a lot of talk about just making an arbor instead of having all the different ages for everything. 
just making one. Twenty one. Actually, been, yeah, just 21. do twenty one. Twenty one would be good. Yeah. Twenty. Fuck it. Just go twenty. No, don't. What's go, that extra don't. year? That twenty. Twenty one before you can have sex and drive. Well, you can have sex anytime you want. You. Just, yeah. Well, I was talking about the pedophile. Pedophile. You can't fuck kids. But like you're you're allowed to have sex anytime you want as long as you're. No, not if you're seventeen and the person you're having sex with is sixteen. Yeah, Statu- you can. Statu- yeah, you just can't let anybody find out. I thought That's it was the- eighteen. <laughs> I thought it was 18. It's like, it's like concealed carry with a pistol. Nobody knows you have the pistol if you keep the fucker concealed. Or maybe it's uh, yeah, the, maybe it's 18 and 16. Yeah, it's, eight, yeah, it's 18 that's, and 16. That's statutory. Because okay. at 18, you're considered an adult. Okay, yeah. Still, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah. I think that's crazy, too. But th- that should be... I, I feel like it should be It should be 21. And I say 21 because when you hit 20, you get this whole buffer year of, well, you're not a teenager anymore. So you get all hyped up for being an actual fucking adult. Right. It's this purgatory year where you get to understand how cruel life can be because you're almost there, but you didn't quite pull it off. Well, Pat Oswald had a really good bit about how you should only you're have- wasting cake and paper. Yeah, yeah, about how you should only have a certain amount of birthdays. Like, yeah. help! A ninety-eight-year-old man is punching me to death. <laughs> fuck good. That. Fuck, fuck that, that guy. guy. The species just got stronger. He's saying that like you get one every ten, you know, fifty-six. And he's like, and he's saying, "I'm twenty-three. Fuck you. Go to work. Nobody cares." Yeah. <laughs> you you want to know what I think the legal age for everything should be? Twelve. Zero. <laughs> Zero. A pure libertarian. Oh! <laughs> Watch yeah. your own damn kid, you piece of shit. <laughs> I think it's I think it's pretty fun that I've been on a podcast now where a guy is cool with a two month old child <laughs> fucking and owning guns <laughs> while driving a car and doing PCP. John is like the pure essence of libertarianism. I'm, I'm Johnny <laughs> Fuck Baby, the libertarian. <laughs> <laughs> Can we? <laughs> Shit, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know how that's funny. Funny, Yeah, because they're because no one's having sex with uh, young people are having sex now with the laws as they are. So, <laughs> I just wanted to say, I just wanted to say the phrase "fuck baby." That's what I wanted to say. Oh god! In my head I might have to put an asterisk in the. In that title, but that's going to be the title. Shout out, fuck baby, the Libertarian candidate for 2020. The patron saint of your patron saint is Ron Swanson. Yeah, I mean, if the parents aren't watching the kid, I mean, they're they're kind of asking. Well, for I mean, it, that's right? that's happening anyway. It's, and well, it's yeah. and the and the usually yeah. it's the parents that are doing it. And it's yeah. the, it's the parents who are responsible for. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. What the 100%. fuck? What the fuck is the law actually doing? Right there, and it, and that the thing is with driving, it's like. If you can't, you know, I don't know. That that one's a little more tricky. But I find that with this, as with most things, the more intelligent you are, the less laws you believe there should be. Well, the, thing the is, least intelligent you are, well, the, the more is, laws you believe there should be. The thing you know? is, young people, I'm going to sound like well, these whippersnappers nowadays, but young people with today. With their grape ape and their rock'em sock'em <laughs> robots. <laughs> Young people today, Moby <laughs> young people today, including my generation and those before me, are sheltered as fuck. Mm. They don't get any real world experience. They're fucking, right. they're coddled like little fucking cream puffs until they're goddamn eighteen, and that's why fucking so many wrecks happen, and that's why so many pregnancies happen is because they're just 
You know what I mean? They, you got to fucking expose human beings to life right. from an early age. They need to understand that shit dies. They need to understand how things work. They need to understand mechanics of how a fucking automobile works and how dangerous it is and all this stuff. And that's all responsibility of the caretaker of the human being. And what age, you know, what age a person becomes a legal adult, I mean, we can debate that forever. But at the end of the day, it it's an arbitrary law no matter where you put it. Right. right? It's arbitrary at 21. It's arbitrary at 30. It's arbitrary at 6. Um, the, the issue is when you when you have a, a human being, you're responsible for that human, human being. And if you're not, it's going to turn out to be a piece of shit. Somebody's going to kill it. <laughs> or it's going to kill somebody. Or it's going to kill somebody. And then, then somebody's going to kill it. And then the state gets to kill it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it sounds crass, but I actually think that there's, there's sort of, there might be kind of a balancing, you know, a natural way that, that things would, uh, more of an organic way that the thing, it wouldn't be as chaotic as it sounds like it would right. be. It would actually be. It might be for a little bit though, which would be kind of fun. Well, yeah. but, but because of all the, you know, all of the people trying to be control freaks and sheltering all these human beings, they never get, 21? I don't understand. What the, f- I, 21? I, I, I should have fucking been an adult at like, in like the eighth grade or something, I was ready to be a goddamn adult. Well, it's like uh, best metaphor, not best, but I'm using it. Uh, is that they used to have uh, bears at Yellowstone, and at one point they were just dumping garbage and letting the bears eat it, right? So then at one point they said, "Well, how are we going to do this? Because we don't they're they're unhealthy, they're a nuisance, you know, they're they're not able to take care of themselves." So one naturalist just said. Just take it away. Fuck them. And, and we'll see who survives. And they did that. They took all that food away and they said the bear population plummeted. Of course. Like there were so many, so many died because they course. couldn't take care of themselves. Of course. And then the ones there that survived were the ones who had maintained, the maintained, instincts. maintained their instincts yeah. and bred and gave those. And, to, and, to their and, fucking yeah, and, kids, and raise yeah. their kids right. So, you know, it's like, that's a really, I think it's a good analogy. You know, yeah, it's it's like, really, yeah. of course it is. Um, it's that's it's it's like a fucking hate. There is nothing I hate more at this point in my Black life. No, 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 oh. no, 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 no. There's tons of things I hate more than people that aren't me. And I don't mean aren't white. I mean aren't me. Period. You know, like that, there's there's a, bro- a broiling hatred in this room right now because of three L. I mean, Jesus. Hey, I get it. Um, is when I see a kid that is you know twenty five or younger. With the anarchist A on their T-shirt, because I'm at a point now. Oh, yeah, they don't. It's it's yeah. first off in this day and age. Not to sound old, not to sound like we were a bunch of hard asses, because we weren't. But uh, there's no kid born after the year 2000 that understands what the anarchist A really was about originally, and they also don't understand what anarchy actually is. They think it means the police go away. No, it means they quit picking up trash. The toilets quit flushing. Yeah, it's everything like that. Down. It's a completely fucking different... Wait, wait, wait a minute. The toilets quit flushing? <laughs> <laughs> how, do the toil- how does gravity stop working? How, how does engineering stop working because there's no if, longer if, a, a ruling class? If no one's getting paid to work the fucking sanitation station... Why would why would no one be getting paid? Anarchy. When society breaks down, everything goes away. I don't, I don't think you, you keep using that word. I'm not sure you, you it means what you think it means. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm saying when 
anarchy. It's like when, when a society breaks down. When, but that's not what that's not what anarchy. That, that, is. No, f- fucking hold on. I gotta finish saying what the fuck I'm saying. Like they think the police just go away. When I'm talking about like the actual anarchy, something has happened to where it is literally every person for themselves, and humanity delves into the every man for that, himself anarchy. Like anarchy. That's not what anarchy. Mindset. That's not what anarchy is. You're you're equating to like an end of the world type of. You're talking. That's what I'm saying. You're talking about shit hits the fan. You're talking about breakdown. Right. Anarchy just means no rulers. You can still have a structured society. It's just based on not having one person telling another person what to do. But that's what I'm saying is when when they throw anarchy, they're just like, oh, the police just go away. See, punk rock sort of sort of uh, took that took the anarchy word and made it something that's I, not right. I'm 100% agree that the word is super abused. It's 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 yeah, like, it's like fascism. People yeah. say the word fascist. Anytime somebody does something that you think you're personally being a person, you're a fascist. It it's like, that's not the, 100% the, what that means. The word no longer means anything. And then nowadays there's like, <clears throat> within the, there's like uh, anarcho-communists, there's anarcho uh uh, primitivists, there's anarcho capitalists. I've never heard of that one. What, Anarcho- the, the, the primitivist? Is that, is that like getting back to like making tools out of stone and shit? Back to the land. Okay, okay. Like, I like, never heard that one. Like, go, like, like back to the land, people. Like you're just right. going to live off the land in the woods and shit, which of course right. nobody can like do. Like a pastoral type. Well, it, a bunch of different ways you could do it, but, th- but they're all delusional because none of them can fucking whittle even. But, um, <laughs> but then there's. I don't know, man. That homeless guy that lives there, behind there, Kmart, he's pouring it all There is good. actually a lot of thought, and there is actually like a lot of different branches of anarchist thought, and each one of them thinks that their way is the only form of anarchism, and the other anarchists are all stupid. So. Anybody want one? Is that, is that, is that a regular RC? Yeah. I'll take one. I'll take one of those. I need soda so pop too much. Some, uh, you have some so, peanuts I can pour in it? So <laughs> we, so, and then, so, you, so you use the word anarchy from one thinker. They think that it means um, socialist utopia. And you, use, you talk to another person and they think that it's just like... That's, that's uh, what I'm saying. The ones that think, oh, the, oh, the police go away. Benevolent, benevolent corporatism. And then you talk to another group and it's just like, oh, you know, it's like the native... You know, Damn. We all just like dance around a fire and... Every, but fuck uh, yeah and we're like we live in we live in uh we live in well it's like so many, so many people are un- uneducated about even primitive societies like or not primitive societies like i had to educate I, i've i've made i've told this story a few times oh chuck's a teacher <laughs> um there's this this guy i knew and he he put this meme up and it had like a, a picture of some kind of pastoral Native American scene that said the Native Americans were able to do stuff without roads and all this stuff. It's like, no, they weren't. That is completely false what you put up. He's like, what, you mean they had roads? I said, and cities and governments and armies it's like they and all these things. You don't understand. They didn't pave them with asphalt, but they for damn sure fucking I went mean, out and they burned, they burned down massive uh, swaths of forests. Yeah, yeah they so created a small sure. ice age. Yeah. I mean, that's... they're. People don't understand that they're so uneducated on subjects and want to talk about them. You know, don't talk about a subject. Well, go ahead and talk about a subject you're not educated on, but be prepared to be educated on it. And because I tried to explain that and he did not want to hear that. He thought I was being, I, you know how I am. A fascist? I, well, no. He thought I was being. An anarcho communist? No. He thought I was being right wing, is what he thought. No. Oh. He thought I was saying that. Uh, you know, I had Close to go on. To, I had to go on to explain that I had studied this in college. That I knew this. That I studied this on my own. College, I all that fancy book learning. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing with rednecks and against college. I don't get it. But um, 
And a lot of those, those numbers are, uh, yeah, I've, I've noticed. What is it? A lot of people are coming out against college now. I don't get that, man. I am. Um, I, I totally understand why I, people no, are against I college. I understand against college, but I'm, I'm saying against, there's, they're basically saying they're against education. No, they're not. No, they're not. A lot of them are. No. A lot of, a lot of people do. Yeah. But, it's, I yeah. disagree with that 100%. Again, it, again, and it's really complicated because you got, you got certain types of people that you might be criticizing who are just like generally against book learning. Right. And then you've got people who are like, I'm actually all for learning. I just not end into it from an institutional pay these right. motherfuckers. I, that's, see, but I agree with that. Group, then you've got another group of people who are just like, college is good no matter how terrible it is. Yeah, that's bullshit yeah. too. And, then, and yeah. that's like the people that are like, I don't want to put, I don't want somebody to pay a kid to pay six figures and be paying it all for, to like, for, for some fucking art electives. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, uh, my, my buddy, Lee, uh, he was doing stand up for a while. He's moved to Florida for a better job. He's an engineer. Okay, he's still he's been paying off college his, his student loans uh, for four years. He's still eighty nine thousand dollars in the hole. Jesus he moves to Florida. He makes one hundred and twelve grand a year now. And I'm like, yeah, that's pretty good. He says, yeah, but I got to make it for four years straight before I be I'll actually clear the hundred and twelve grand in one year. So now he's good at what he does, and that's fine. But for every one of him. That'll find a job that, you know, over the a time period of a couple be years. Be able to pay, move. Be right. able to move, find it. Into the, there's some kid that goes in and does two fucking years and flunks out. And now he's 60 fucking grand in. See? And on top of that, not to sound like a fucking right winger, there's all these open spaces in fucking schools for truck driving and being an electrician and shit like that, which are things that no matter what you fucking look at, some of these fucking people, I don't mean kids, some people, period, just aren't, you know, aren't college level education and they can make good money doing you know trade school whatever and we've spent so long telling fucking kids that they have to go to college mm-hmm. that we've got two to two and a half generations of fucking people that shit on fucking jobs like driving a truck yeah yeah well, I, mean, I, that, I completely agree people, with that one as well there's even people like uh like, i don't know me or chuck who are like would do super well have like high level intelligence in certain ways uh, like I'd probably just you know if I were to go into the workforce right now I'd probably just be a plumber. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's like so there's nothing like, wrong with that. Nothing wrong. No, with that, that's the, 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 those jobs have to be filled for society to continue. Like we can't. Everybody can't be a fucking doctor. Well, we placed. I don't know when that happened either. I understand the pushback from a lot of people in the right wing saying, "Well, you fancy you you fancy book learning people." I understand it, but I'm saying that we have the the pendulum has swung back the other way. Where now, anytime you they anybody you talk to of a certain strat of society or even of a certain mindset, if you talk to them and you show a modicum of intelligence about any subject, they look at you suspiciously. Have you noticed this? I've noticed. Yes, it. it's terrible. They're just yeah. like being being. A, he thinks he's a real smarty. No, dance, yeah, being being, being like uh, articulate and and open about being intelligent right. puts you outside the bell curve. Right. Yeah, and you're you're othered. O- openly much. being willing to learn something that is not yeah ne- you know necessary to daily survival. All of a sudden, everybody was like, "Oh, well, he's fucking learning things he ain't never going to use, or she's doing this, or blah blah." It's well, I've noticed it's, it's two and reactions. It's it's there's two pretty much end of the spectrum reactions. You have the negative one where they kind of don't like it and they get offended or whatever, and then you have the ones who look at you and it's like almost in awe, like about. And it's just like it's not that big of a deal. Just choose a subject. I always go by this. If you want to learn about something and you want to be intelligent, choose a subject. Get yourself five books on it 
four books on is what I always did. Read those four books. If you don't think you know about that subject enough, read four more. Then I maybe mean, it, then maybe think but think about taking a class on it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like I wanted to know. Okay, I was wanting to write, so I wanted to write on a subject. So I said, well, I can't just create all this stuff out of out of thin air because that's just hard to do. It's not that it's hard to do and I couldn't have done it. You want to be a little bit accurate. Yeah. It wouldn't have been real, you know? So I chose, I wanted to learn about, um, feudal Japan. So I just got a shit ton of books about it. Ninjas and samurais and different people from that period, and all that stuff and read about it. And walks, huh? Walks. <laughs> Margaret chose. Aragami. <laughs> what? Figure out that aragami. <laughs> Rugs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was going to think of something funny and I can't. Noodles. Um, <laughs> top ramen. Just read the label, baby. <laughs> Fucking, yeah. The top. Got to get that chicken top ramen. The shrimp. Sriracha. No, I like the chicken. Not a fan of the shrimp. Too salty. The ramen? Oriental. They used to have an oriental flavor. Yeah, they did. It's they all don't have oriental it. flavor. <laughs> they don't have it anymore because that's, <laughs> that's expensive. Hey, you know what's funny? Who's, I, who's I the guy it. that you told the story about that uh, screwed that uh, drank the bottle of whiskey in the restaurant? Todd. 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 Hit. Look who's on my suggested friends list now. AI, baby. Mm-hmm. AI. <laughs> that's nuts. That's insane. You just mentioned him an hour ago. Jesus Christ. Um, but it's like... Um, people have such a reaction to, to education now because, but then you have people, it's such a complicated thing. But, they, you know, but it depends on what circles you're in, Chuck. Because you work in an industrial in, the, in Chemical Valley, seventy percent Trump, et cetera, et cetera. West Virginia, good old boys, yeah, you know, yeah. people that you're around mostly. If you were say you lived in a place like even close by, like say Huntington or mm-hmm. Morgantown, something like that. And yeah. all you have to do is signal about what classes you've taken. It doesn't matter what kind of bullshit comes out of your mouth. Yeah. Like, education is great no matter how fucking yes, stupid that's you true are. Too. That, I mean, so it's yeah. partly your environment is shaping right. your is shaping your disdain for you know the reactions that you get right. because because you should you know you you belong not belong but you would be more at home in a group of people that are. More into education and learning mm-hmm. and stuff, and like not that. near as racist as me and Dutch are. And that's true. Yeah, I mean these two, these two rednecks right here. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm hanging out. I'm I don't know why the fuck we ain't picked up torches and pitchforks, and run you out this house yet, <laughs> you book learning hippie. <laughs> I've retired. Only book I need is the Bible. I'll just go back to my farm and fuck my goats. <laughs> I as a real American would. <laughs> Fourth, I just I Fourth think of July, that, baby. Yeah. I, I freedom, hate being freedom, in, I hate being in <laughs> a setting where where people and I, are and, patriotic and, and, and no, racist no, 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 at the no, same no. time. Where I'm honestly nervous about showing my hand about how much stuff I've learned about. Well, you're you're oppressed. You should start. Yeah, white boy. You should start calling out all of the necks for their for their privilege. Yeah, do it. <laughs> No, because, I just I just because, remain quiet and nod my head because you're you're a minority. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but it, but that's really what happens. I mean, mm-hmm. I, you know, I grew up grew up in Golly Bridge. I was always a little different. I never mm-hmm. really fit in with the rednecks. I never really fit in with the preps. I didn't wasn't a jock, but I was always you know book you know learning and interested yeah, yeah. In, in talking about you know things a little bit deeper. Right. And you know 
I know, I know it that. It didn't fu- go over well, fucking, did it? The best, the best response you can expect is a glazed over deer in the headlights look. <laughs> or kind of a... Or every now and then you meet somebody really intelligent and then they become your only friend. Or you meet somebody <laughs> who's like truly... It's the best you can hope for. <laughs> <laughs> you just do a little better each <laughs> I'm, pa- I'm trying to paint a picture of hope. Of hope and change. <laughs> Need to get the... Remember the Obama poster, like the red, white, and blue poster, and it said hope at the bottom? Need right. to do that with John, except for it's like, nope. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, just, I'm sitting there like fucking slouched over, just surrounded by beer cans, and I'm just like, no. fuck you. Damn, fuck this. <laughs> We're all going to die. I should have left when I was 19. <laughs> He did. <laughs> <laughs> no, it didn't. 19, I was living in Rand, baby. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> you did not do better that time. <laughs> but I was. I did not do drugs, just beer and pot. Well, that's that's better than most Rand residents. Yeah, I, I never got into the crack or any of that yeah. stuff. I was, just, a, I was just avoid the Seven Eleven like a plague. No, I went in there for the hot dogs eh, yeah, and, and to choice. get and the and the dude that worked there is is this big, you know, big like super super friendly black guy, just really nice to everybody. Comes there, you could tell he'd been through some shit, right? And he had to deal with the worst of the worst people coming. Oh yeah. In. So I came in there, I was always really polite and paid promptly and everything. So he'd just be like. Just come out there with a twelve. I was like nineteen. He'd, do, he'd sell beer to me. Or every now and then, I'd come out there with a few hot dogs, and he'd be like, "Hot dogs are free today." Yeah, that's awesome. Dogs. Yeah. So, so it's yeah. like, you know, people get it. You know, people people can see see who you are, no yeah. matter no matter how you speak or what education you level are. Other people, other people see, and even with even a lot of times they act like they don't. You'll get that people that'll react like, "Oh." Like what you're talking about, mm-hmm. Chuck, where people give you that reaction, but on the inside, they're like, "Actually, this guy's." Yeah. Well, you got to. Also, this guy's pretty cool. Don't stop uh, saying the things. That don't you censor say yourself because eventually you might get through to him. Well, that's true too. You know, I've noticed there's actually one guy who he said something. You know, you hear about bad people say bad things about you behind your back. But this guy said good thing about me. Like they were they were talking about me saying, you know, I can't. It was something. It was not negative things they were saying, but they would say the usual things like uh, that's a. Yeah, that's a big dude, or you know, something like that. And then they said, and one of, the, and somebody said, that guy's smart, man. He knows a lot of stuff, and that's a good thing. I, I like sometimes you do get a positive reaction, you know. It's but even if you don't, uh, you know, the people that you can get through to, the, their, their gears start turning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't change their mind, it gets the gears turning and opens their mind up a little bit. And I've had frank discussions about Trump, and I tell them right about, I don't change who I am for anybody. Like. I was talking to him and they're Trump fans. I'm told, and I, and I tell them honestly, I do not like him. I will not change my opinion about him because my opinion is rooted in concrete things. It's not changing. And I said, th- that being said, we can have a discussion about things and I will not get mad if you have a differing right. opinion. Right. One of the worst just, things you can do is talk to people like they're idiots, even if they are idiots. Yeah. Yeah. Because it makes them double down. The, the, the lefties have been doing this for. And they're and, still and fucking years, doing it. Yeah, now, ten they're, years. they're never going to stop. I know, and that's why they keep. He gets fucking elected. Yeah, because they, they won't stop doing it. They're they're never going to stop because it's like when you when you go to the to the to the guns, you know, debate. Yeah. We, there's the extreme left that wants no guns. You know, like that two percent maybe. Mm-hmm. And that, like that, two percent of the right that wants everybody to have every gun ever made. It's like mm-hmm. when we make a new one, every baby gets it. You know, 
Cradle gun. Get a new cradle yeah, gun. Cradle gun. <laughs> get that new uh, Smith & Wesson cradle gun. Yeah. I mean, as long as it has a it's, safety on it, it'll be cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've never shot my fucking eye out, but that's because I was taught how to fucking use one. Um, but on the, on the left side of it, like, you know, you take an extremely liberal city, uh, you know, West Coast, uh, Seattle, for lack of a fucking better term, better city. Um, just, you know, it's, it's always thought of being crazy liberal West Coast town. <laughs> you know, sometimes you'll catch those videos where they ask somebody who they know has the polar opposite view of what the question is. So they're unfair. And it's like, nobody should have guns, blah, blah. And then they turn and they're like, well, and then you ask somebody from like fucking Montana. Yeah. Well, they have fucking grizzly bears in their goddamn backyard, <laughs> yeah. so they should play at least have a fucking hunting rifle. And, right, and you're and the cops are two hours away yeah. if they come. Yeah, yeah if exactly. they come. Yeah, they, yeah. Uh, um, I think it was British Columbia. They outlawed bear hunting, and it's you know it's all it's all the people in the cities that uh, have to fucking that are making decisions for these motherfuckers out in the country that yeah. do have grizzly bears. And they're like, they're going to overrun us. There's nothing yeah. we can do. They know how to open doors. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the thing with it. It's like when, they, when they'll be like, well, what, what do you think about people in rural? Well, they don't need them. There's police. They don't fucking know what it's like to live in a, a polar opposite area. So they think their way of it is how it should be for everyone. So everyone's situation is different with that. But when you get those extreme left people, they've had that cockiness of, well, I went to college. I've got a doctorate. I know what's right for you. Side with me or you're fucking dumb. Yeah. And that's how they've pushed I, people away. I had a Facebook thread a few weeks ago that was just exactly that. The one guy said, <laughs> I know what's right for everybody. And I was like, oh, that dude, I'll punch him if I meet him. <laughs> I was like, I am strictly middle of the road. But if you openly say that, I'm willing well, to fucking write down his I, name I, I and everything. I remember your face now because you liked one of my comments. And I remember your face from Facebook. <laughs> All right. Yeah, cool. I just go. Cool. It only took us two hours. I was, I was, I was, I was railing on him. No, here's the thing. You were. Here's like, the thing. I was, I, was a girl, I was like, yep, yep, that right there. <laughs> Fuck that dude. He's, you're right about that, about the people being educated. But sometimes it's people on the left who aren't even educated. They just think, well, I, I'm i in the right with all the right things. Because so I can tell with, you that side, you're wrong. Yeah. I side with liberals. We're right on everything. Yes. That's what they've been telling me. Right. It's the, it's the blue. I call them the blue check mark leftist. Yeah. It's just like that. team left, team blue. Yep. Yeah. Anybody and they got the same thing on the right. What, what do we, what do we believe this week? Yeah. What do we believe? Okay, that's what we believe. It's that you straight know. ticket voting bullshit. They, will tell, they talk out of the both sides of their mouth. They'll say straight white men are the are the problem with the world, and then they'll go and tell you that race and gender are societal constructs. It makes no fucking sense. None <laughs> yeah. whatsoever. And you tell them that, well, and it's like their heads explode, and, mm-hmm. but they, they'll double down. Yep. Well, it, <laughs> they'll double down with you don't live it, you don't know it. You're a white man, you don't know. <laughs> it's like you just told me neither of those things matter, and somehow I'm those still the asshole. You, you don't live it, you don't know it. But you're a white woman who lives in suburbia, who's not doesn't never lived in an urban black environment. You but, don't you, you don't know it either. But I'm one of the worst groups. I'm who, picturing who are Andy as a white, white man woman <laughs> living in suburbia. <laughs> one of the worst groups who are against. Uh, White men and their privilege are white women. I, they're just they're white men. Them. White men. Yeah, I, them too. I sat and uh, like two years ago, I put it on Facebook just to see what kind of reaction it would get. I said, there is no more oppressed group than 
late 20s, early 30s, single, childless, heterosexual white women. <laughs> because you decided to take the take the brunt of the burden of everybody else <laughs> and shoulder it. And when people, because by this time, I had befriended a ton of people out of state. Yeah. And when they started blah, blah, coming in, I was like, no, watch. Every time something, it was the Redskins thing at the moment. I said, who is up there telling you it's bad? It's some white woman with a bleach blonde hairdo in a business suit. <laughs> we have to destroy this racial construct. Where the fuck did you come from, Susan? <laughs> you don't know shit about this. It's always a Susan. A Susan Sue's. or a Sharon. Or a Susan. Yeah, Sharon. Yeah. Um, but... Never a Tanya. That's, that's, that I be, want a Tanya to fucking piss me off. That one particular good time. subject I know can be debated. I what subject? The the Redskins Red thing. I, I I particularly <clears throat> I think that's uh I mean having heard from you know, they did a I saw interviews with actual Native Americans who it does offend. They're like, Yeah, it's offensive. You know, it's well it, it offends and, it offends some and not others. Uh, would you say you take umbrage with it? I would say I do. <laughs> Uh, no, but they actually had a thing where they had, and I and and they felt it was funny because they got they got a bunch of Washington Redskins fans who are some of them just blatantly rednecks, you know, right? And they put them in a room and they asked them a bunch of questions about how they felt, you know, should this be this? And then backstage had a bunch of Indians, Native Americans. But wait, but wait. And then they came walking out after these people and answered these questions, and you should have seen their faces. One of them was like, <laughs> I didn't know there was a casino around here. <laughs> they were so unnerved by seeing that group of Native Americans. And these people were hard. I mean, they hair, you know, really... Like tribal, tribally aware, like, like, like the braids and the turquoise, yes, tribally and the aware. flannel and the alcoholism. Yeah, <laughs> real Indians. We know what you're talking about. And they, and they, you, they were so. One of the guy was so nervous, and felt like he had been, you know, ambushed. I've been duped. <laughs> And he kind of, he kind of, yeah, he kind of had. They done bamboozled me, but they scalped me. But then, yeah. but then the Native Americans were, were were friendly about it. They said, "We understand why you said what you said, but this is offensive to us." And and they told him the reasons. And one guy, I had to respect him for it, even though he's a fucking prick, said, "It's not going to change any way I feel. You know, I'm still going to root for my Redskins all this stuff." I'm like, well, you're a fucking asshole, but at least you stuck to your guns. But he has, a, he has a right to be an asshole. Yes, right, he, he does. He totally does. It, here's the thing, though, if if he's still going to root for his Redskins, the next question you ask him needs to be, if they change the name to anything else, will you still root for the team? And if he still roots for the team, he doesn't have loyalty to the name Redskins. He has loyalty to that fucking team. Yeah. And that's... I think that's the fucking thing it needs to be. Every Redskins fan, all 12 of them, need to fucking have a letter sent to their house. And Including like, John Riggins. Yeah. Be like, here, if we change it to fucking anything else, the goddamn Washington kitchen sinks for all we fucking care, will you still root for them? And if 10 out of 12 of them say yes, they fucking change the name. Well, I just believe, okay, again, there's so many people up in arms over shit. Have you ever noticed how, with such civility and dignity and class, Native Americans handle all the shit thrown? Well, there's out only of? six of them still, so I mean they kind of got to. And, and I know that's funny, but that's part of it. You know, They're too busy swimming in their uh, lake of whiskey, <laughs> their C- lake casino of whiskey. money out there. Oh, yeah. They're Scrooge McDuckin in their casino money. Yeah. Jesus Christ, oh, it's pushing, <laughs> pushing old Chuck's buttons over here. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I'm just saying that they they really handle just. Blatant disrespect for them with 
Civilian class. But, that, but, like, but the, isn't know. that just like more like an example of what everyone should do? Well, they're just afraid they're going to take it's fair. But that. you know, and and I don't know. Isn't it kind of like spot on observation? Is it, is what it, is it? I said they're just afraid that they'll take the casinos away if they get all native. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't I don't know. Isn't that isn't saying um, you know I have certain uh, certain eth- ethnic background and here's where I come from and uh, because of that you know. You know, it's, isn't that just another form of like nationalism and kind of team playing and, and tribalism, just like a blue check mark leftist or a red? I check? don't think so. What, I, I, mean, I, I, I agree with what, that what line of thinking. It, yeah, isn't, that's, it, makes that's, sense. No. isn't that just a, a form of nationalism, just from a smaller what what group? For, what identifying with the with the tribal of people, tribal people you're from? Is that what you're saying? I mean, I don't know. They could have a team called the Honkies, and I wouldn't give a shit. Or, I mean, I mean, I know I'm not the same group. Depends on the logo. Di- I think that's it a depends on the logo. Yeah, that's fair enough. I'm, t- I'm telling you if right now. I'm telling you. No, I'm telling you right now. I'm not now, offended by the Fighting Irish, even though it's the, fucking the, stupid. The, well, exactly. The, fucking, yeah. the, the best two Caucasian logos. They, Bomani Jones has worn both shirts on ESPN. One is, uh, instead of the Redskins, it's the Caucasians. And it's got a white, a blonde-headed white guy with a ponytail, but he's got a Bluetooth in and a tie on. <laughs> That's pretty good. But then he's got one for the Cleveland Indians, which says Caucasians, and it's the big smiling, you know, the smiling chief or whatever the fuck it is. But instead of it being the red man, it's a blonde-headed blue guy, blue-eyed white boy smiling real big. And instead of the feather, it's a mu- it's a dollar sign behind his head. <laughs> and I'm like, I would wear both those shirts, and I would fight people that got mad about it. No, but here's the thing. Here's the difference, I believe. And I'm not – I used to be up in arms – Sub, sort of leftist, but I don't believe that anymore. What I do believe is that the difference is is that you take you take a people who have just been totally destroyed, and then not only are you doing that to them, there there are just so many indignities shoveled on them that it's just that's just one more, you know. And it's just and the whole thing is fucking insane. The, the way they're treated is totally insane. But that's the same argument that. Uh, the SJWs make about I don't, blacks and Hispanics and everybody you know, else. No, I believe that this uh, is a different group. I think that blacks and Hispanics uh, are brought it on themselves. Uh, and yeah, need to deal with it. When the truth's going to come out right now, <laughs> yep. you're, you're no. dancing around it. You're <laughs> shucking and jiving around just, it. Say it, Chuck. George had an RC, RC no and he's getting ready to fucking <laughs> we, spit some we, truth. We all know. God damn it, RC. <laughs> <laughs> RC for <laughs> racist cola. We all know the South is going to rise again. My question is, when are you going to join the fight? <laughs> no, okay. Here's my question: What is going to rise first in the South? Like Southerners to victory, or the rate of heart disease? Like, <laughs> can that rise any higher? Oh, it can, because there's still some of them that are alive. Well, you know, my old pappy had a saying, saying about it, and it went along the lines of blah. <laughs> I mean, on this, on this blessed. Day, the 4th of July 2018. Are you going to support the troops and the the Americans? Or are you going to go all and you know, as odd as that as as that's the first ones we fought, Chuck. Jesus Christ, you're taking us back to level one. That there's that guy, Mark Dice, or whatever his name is. He said things yeah. about them that are so fucking offensive. That guy's Mark insane. Who the fuck he is needs Mark to be Dice? slapped. He's like, a, he's like uh, even worse than Alex Jones type. He needs to be smacked in the mouth fuck with a fucking how? baseball bat. He's, he's fucking terrible. Far, he's far he's not that asshole that does things from his truck with his cowboy hat on, is he? No, I don't think so. Okay. But that sounds awesome. <laughs> no, it's not. Trust me. Um, no, okay. But the, the end of my argument to this is. Um, the enema argument. 
You, Up your butt and back out. You should play a country play that is play anima by tool. <laughs> a country that is totally based on the destruction, basically, of one group, and then white people. Not only do you destroy those groups, some of them so thoroughly that tribes disappeared and have even melded with other tribes just to survive. But then you take the faces of the men that did it to them and you put it in their most holy place and you say, fuck you every day about it. And then you, and then you can't even remove the names or the, or the offensive uh, depictions of them from a sports team. That is so, that is such a, an American thing to do to say that is a bridge too far to fucking do that. That's why it's, it's great. not going to kill you. That's why it's great. It's the American. I'm sorry. I know, I know you are, but I know you're kidding. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Then. Okay, say we take away Redskins. Do we take away Cleveland Indians? Yes, do absolutely. We, do we take away Chicago Blackhawks? Do Seminoles. we take away Atlanta Braves? Do we take away Florida State Seminoles? Do we take? Do we take yes, away all you of do. It? You take away all of it. Yes, you do. What do you do to explain to the Blackhawk tribe when you take away the hockey team name? What do you mean? They support it. They support it. Okay, so the Seminoles. Yeah. Do they? Yes. Okay, then that should... Let me amend that then. If the people that you're depicting agree with the depiction, but then you should be able to... But not. But that's the thing. You said, you know, the Native Americans don't like the Redskins. Not all Native Americans have said they're offended by it. That is a, that is a good argument. You have I mean, to go... I, I try if, to... If you're... If, if, if your way of doing it, which, you know, I'm not saying you're trying to say you're right, but if, if we're on that moral pedestal, then we have to get the... You know, biggest vote we can for the most mm-hmm. percentage of them, and take it from there. If more of them vote, they're not bothered with it. Okay, that's we not, as Caucasians can't sit and say good, you should be more true. bothered that's by true. this. That's true. Because that's what, as we were saying, okay. the SJWs and the liberals do. Right. I mean, uh, that, and that's a fair argument, and I would I would agree with that and go along with that. I just think it, it just it doesn't. I'm not one of these people that say you should be offended by that. I'm just. Knowing the history about it, it is really bad. I'll and say, it just, I'll, say just, I'll definitely agree with you that uh, it would really not be a big deal for them to just change the fucking name mm-hmm. to right. something even cooler. Yeah. Like, um, like, um, there's so the many like, like the scalpers <laughs> or the, <laughs> the wagon burners. Yeah. Or the, um, <laughs> Like that, yeah. Chuck's doing all this. <laughs> why? Literally, literally, like John said a minute ago. Why can we not just call him the Washington? Fucking <laughs> Chuck's doing all this, all this virtue signaling and everything. And this is his favorite issue. But I had a microphone in his uh, car as he was on his way up here, and this is what it sounded like. What? My eyes have seen the glory of the trampling at the zoo. <laughs> We've washed ourselves in niggers' blood and all the money. I'm not Ethan Suppley. <laughs> We're taking yeah, your wife's more than he is. Two by two by two, the white man marches on. Is that when he's in his van riding yeah. down the road? Yeah. <laughs> he's coming to pick up uh, Ed Norton. That's Weren't they going to play basketball? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the first half of that movie is great. And then he changes and it's. Uh, <laughs> Well, that's the thing. The funny thing about that movie, American History X, what I noticed about it growing up, especially growing up in Southern West Virginia, is that, uh, and I'm a big fan of the movie, uh, is, that, movie. is that the, the intention of the movie was, was to try to kind of like spell, you know, spell out why, why you shouldn't be a racist. 
and why it's why why white supremacism is like pure evil. Mm-hmm. But but Edward Norton was so fucking cool in that role. Yeah. That what it actually yeah. did what it actually did was was it actually had the reverse effect. Yeah. In the areas where it should have done yep. the most impact. <laughs> oh yeah. 100%. Edward Norton, he was such a badass like neo Nazi evil motherfucker. That, well, he's he he that, took he took yeah. a group. Okay, there is a thing with white people, especially when they're hovering around that economic strata and around those those pressures, i.e., racism from other groups. Because I hate this. I hate the fucking theory that say a uh, black people can't be racist because they don't have any power. Like in what fucking context are you talking go, go about? Go to South Africa, South Africa well, if you don't think actually, black people can actually, be racist. Actually, it's where it's, they're murdering white people. Well, yeah. Actually, it with that because I've had that discussion before, there are people have produced variations on the definition of racism. Yeah, they're changing it. Well, well, not that they're changing it, but in in it's not that black people can't be racist, but once the idea becomes that racism is Abusing a system of power that you hold over other people because of the color of their skin, it becomes it's it's not racism. It's just racism with a softer word attached to it. Yeah, that they they say black people can't be racist, but they can discriminate. And that, yeah, that's and fucking horseshit. It, it is, it is. But if you fucking Google it, you'll I mean, you'll quickly under- land upon those websites that define racism. I can differently. understand right. from an emotional perspective why someone who's been a victim of racism their whole lives is, has the kind of the emotional right, right, to say whatever they want about it and, and treat it however they want. And that someone who has been a perpetrator doesn't really have the right because because right they've been on the other side of they've, it. They've been morally done morally bad things, <clears throat> but in principle. In principle, equality is equality is equality. No matter no matter what the fuck you've been through, who right. the fuck you are, and I'd like it if we could get closer to that point. Um, doesn't look like it's going in that direction right well, now. Yeah, it's not not going, right now. Uh, it's going uh, opposite. But, of that, actually, it's, but you know what I mean. God, there was a poll. God bless them all. There was a poll said thirty one percent of Americans think we're headed towards a civil war. I mean, I don't know who they're polling. What is headed towards? I have no fucking yes. clue. A thousand I, years? A hundred years? <laughs> I think when they I think when they say they ask those things like we're headed towards this. I think the idea there is that there are people that think that we're one, we're one more big mistake away from like literally South Carolina going, that's it. (laughs) Everybody get a gun. We're going North. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, the, the whole racism I was I was gonna say it depends on the power in the situation. You're trying to tell me that if a that if a white kid goes to a to a to a playground with a bunch of black kids and they beat the shit out of him because he's white, that they're not racist because the institution right. fuck that they have all the power in the situation. Right. Yes, they're fucking racists, and that and I cannot I hate racism in pretty much any form, and that's one of the worst is claiming you're not racist when you are blatantly hating somebody for the color of their skin. I actually tried to that's do the fucking opposite. bullshit. If, if the, usually if the topic comes up and I'm feeling comfortable with the people I'm with, I usually say, a matter of factly, I am a racist. And then I wait for the pause, and then I say, "So are you? So are you? Yeah. So are you? And so is everybody else you fucking know, because everybody judges everybody based on how exactly. they look. You That's can't true. Avoid, it's just a human nature thing. Yes, it is. It doesn't mean that I hate someone because of how they look. It just means I pass judgment. If I see somebody like, you know, looking like Dave Chappelle doing the crackhead character, you know, I'm obviously going to treat that person differently at Seven Eleven than I am, you know, somebody." Uh, 
who looks more like Dave me. Dave Chappelle doing right. Silky Johnson. Um, right. And so, so yes, and that's that I'm a racist. Awesome to see I like am a racist. And, I own up to it. I don't beat myself up, up over it. Yeah, and, I don't beat anybody that, else up over it. And that version of it, that's not... That's not us judging. That's not, and I say us because yeah, I'm right there with you. I do it. It's that's in that whole holy shit from the way this character looks. I could wind but, up in danger. But 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 the simple fact is, and, I'm going to treat a black person differently than I'm going to treat a white person. And black people are going to want to. Black people, you know, if I was a black person, I would rather have a black dentist. I'd rather, you know what I mean? It's like it's it's okay to associate with people that you have more in common yeah. with. What if you're picking teams of basketball? I'm picking teams in basketball. Where am I? Am I in Golly Bridge, or yes. am or I'm in or am I in Smithers? That's oh, tough. I thought you were about to it's say, "Are you picking? One. Are you building a professional team?" And I was like, "If you're building a professional team and you I, don't put black people on your team, you're out of your mind." I don't know nothing about that. I'm 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 a street baller. <laughs> Legendary. Got you. Got you. I, got you. I haven't played basketball in ten years. <laughs> Lords of ducats. I got you. Trust me. I got you. <laughs> but no, if I I'm going to pick the people that I know who are the best and who. Uh, you know who have the home who have the home team advantage, right? Right. Um, if I'm in Smithers, well, yeah, I'm, it's, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna pick the the black people who are on the yeah. who are on the high school team, and if I'm in Golly Bridge, I'm gonna pick the white people who I know are good because, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's you you, you know because who's I, doing because I'm gonna pick what I'm gonna pick what I know. Uh, but no, yeah, I think I think more people should just come out and say people who. Quote, I'm doing the quotation marks aren't racist. You just come out and say, "Yes, I am racist." Well, I mean, but let's I think get over it. Yeah, I, I think a little more honesty would be go fine. I, I'm saying, I, when I say that I hate res- racism in all forms, I mean, I, I just, I mean that just. Well, it sucks. Just, just as, you mean tiki torch, uh, Ku Klux Klan, that type of stuff. Well, not, but also not just like snap but judgments also, in a situation. But well, yeah, but also like. Black Muslims and they're the fucking worst. I yeah. mean, they're they're disgusting fucking people. Louis Farrakhan should have been dealt with decades ago. How they're not going to eat pork? Well, he's just they're just a bullshit religion. <laughs> you can't even define. It's, it's not. It's barely a religion. It's some bullshit he cobbled together, mm-hmm. and it's nonsense. It's like Ku Klux. It's like the Ku Klux Klan. I'm going to call myself the Grand Dragon. It's like a bunch of rednecks sitting around. <laughs> they're playing Dungeons. Yeah, and exactly. Well, no, it, it's like a bunch of characters like. Uh, Will Ferrell and uh, John C. Riley from Step Brothers decided to form a club, and that's the titles they gave me. I'm Grand Dragon. I'm wish, the Grand Wizard. I you wish know? I would have been there when they were deciding that shit in the clan, like yeah. how the hierarchy worked. This smells like, well, I'm going to be the Grand Wizard. All right, all right. Well, I'm going to be the Grand Dragon. This smells like, man, that's badass. Mm. Yeah, exactly. What do I got to do to make it the Grand Dragon? That's badass. <laughs> They're just, they're so, this, all those groups, they're formed by people who, well, they're formed by people, somebody at the top who has usually above average intelligence, charismatic, well, you but then have, the people underneath them are so fucking stupid. Yeah, you have to be above just, average intelligence to get people to follow you. Right. You can't be bottom of the bucket fucking dumb right. and just right. be like, everybody come grab my crayons too. <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't work like well, that. There's, there's uh, some study, and this sort of relates to, uh, with um, so the so the difference between uh, within within the ape family, the difference between um, the smartest the smartest ape, which is the chim- the smartest of the smartest ape, which is, which is the chim- chim- chimpanzee, other than humans, mm-hmm. um, and then the the dumbest ape, or what was it? Yeah, the difference the difference in intelligence between the the dumbest ape and the smartest ape is a fraction of the difference in, of intelligence between 
a, a, a below average intelligence human and like an Einstein character. Mm-hmm. The human the human species has a, a, such a wide Massive variation breadth of of, yeah. of of differentiation between different levels of intelligence. Right, and that's really what complicates shit. Yeah, it it's does. like what you were talking about when like people look at you like you're crazy mm-hmm. just because you you you're talking on twenty IQ points higher. I don't like IQ, but you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, right, right. Is, is that it just seems like another world? And let's talk about the shape of their skulls. <laughs> oh, yeah, the dimples in their skull. <laughs> Good lord. My favorite line from that, from that whole fucking movie from Django Unchained, is right before uh, Christoph Waltz shoots him. He says something about Victor Hugo, and he said Victor Hugo was black. Right after. Yeah. Right after. That shows you how fucking stupid Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio's character actually was. He was an idiot. Well, that that whole movie proves it. Like, the further you get into that movie, you see that. He thinks he's that intelligent because all the black people around him yes. have let him think he's so much <laughs> exactly. smarter than them. The, 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 most, the most devious and racist person in that movie is Samuel L. Jackson's yeah, fucking character. 100%. He knows that, it, he knows that in a white man's Well, he knows that as a free black in a white man's world, he has zero power. Yep. The system benefits him. I had a black person get so mad at me when I said that. Because I said, and they, and they, and they said, "Why are you saying that for?" I said, "Because it's the fucking truth." In that Watch situation, the movie. Yeah. yeah, that situation, he couldn't be doing any better than what exactly. He, was doing. he made all the decisions. He did he everything. Made all the decisions. Told everybody in the back what to do. Had the cleanest clothes out of every <laughs> Negro on that plantation. God, when he was, and the funny, I'm saying this is not goes to that, but the funniest lines when he was. This nigga here. We're gonna have to wash the sheets. No, no. Fucking the best thing out of the entire movie for me is when they're arguing over the fucking hoods. I'm saying I can't see. I like to be able to see. God damn it, Marcus spent two hours last night. All right, all right. Nobody's saying the intention behind the hoods was bad. The execution, however, not so much. How about we take them off, rethink them, wear them next time? Don Johnson just goes, nobody's taking off their goddamn hood. (laughs) They just hit that tooth and everything goes to hell. Jesus, fuck. You guys think we've done enough damage? I mean, let's be honest about it. The last 35 minutes has been the most serious and deep conversation I've ever had this conversation. (laughs) And it was wonderful. I liked it. I hope uh, all you faggots out there liked it, too. Yeah. (laughs) You fucking japs and you specs and all that other bullshit. This is gay. Yeah, so gay, gay. <laughs> All them queer book learning nerds out there. All right, thanks for listening, you bunch of dickheads. I'm dropping this tomorrow. Cunt. So, ready your social medias to share with all for, your friends. For July 5th. All right, uh, this is uh, the most patriotic song you think of. And also, don't forget, Lee Greenwood is behind every attack in uh, in America since like 1988. <laughs> just so they'll start playing his songs again. Have a great 4th of July. If tomorrow all the things were gone, I'd work for all my life. And I had to start again with just my children and my wife. Thank my lucky stars to be living here today Cause the 
Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that 